nose trimmer ever, bro. All right, time out, time. <laughs> so, 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 what were you saying? You, 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 you bought your 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 future husband Harry balls, uh, a Harry ball kit. What was it that you were going over? Uh, yes. Yeah. The, ahead, the nose trimmer and the 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 razor, bro. You could literally like never like cut yourself with that shit. I was watching Austin like be rough as fuck with his shit, and it was like not even hurting him. Oh wow! Oh my bad. We're live. Hey, <laughs> what's going on, everybody? Yes, and her hairy balls. Uh, this, that, and third. <laughs> this is the new blurred order. Just in case you were wondering, no, it's not Martha Stewart for your nuts. This is actually uh, a show about comic book stuff, believe it or not, which uh, Yaz was saying that she got uh, some fresh, uh, I think it was, what is it, a Thor uh, ball cream uh, shaver for your yeah. husband? Uh, what was that? Thor Talking about ball the balls? Cream. What were you saying about the balls, uh, Yaz? The balls? I, I was saying, I was saying that if you have hairy, hairy problems with your man, buy him Manscaped, your life will be way happier. All right. And and yes. just to make it even more spicy, we're gonna bring Yaz's mom in. Uh, to, uh... <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, how do you feel about, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, the uh, the manscaping? Uh, you know what? Let me let me just take a step back. Uh, <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Uh, just so you know Awkward. what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> what's going on behind the scenes before we get started? Uh, it's the night quite, quite, you know, we're talking about things that we have and don't have. I don't have hair on my head, head, but Tyrone's got enough for all of us. Tyleem as well. These two guys right here. I mean, good grief. We can start a whole just for me commercial just with them two alone. Like, give me a I'm break, man. It. Come on, bro. Like, yo, we need more dudes. With of color with hair like yours in the MCU, hallelujah! You know what I'm saying? If we could make that happen, you hear that, Kevin Feige? Go ahead and yeah. put that together, man. Oh, good morning, by the way. What's going on, Tyrone? How you doing, man? How you living? I'm great. I'm great. I'm I'm really into this whole uh, Harry Balls conversation. It's my, my wheelhouse. Like I, I live in that world. <laughs> All right, Tyrone. Ty <laughs> like how serious he got? Like, what's up, Tyrone? How you man? I just want to say that my balls have a dark season, and, uh, <laughs> you know, so we keep it pretty smooth around here. Uh, but uh, for all those people out there with uh, Tyrone Thornhill problems, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, please, please, please listen to uh, Yaz and get that manscape, man. So, you know, <laughs> the, one, the one thing you don't want to hear in that special moment is, Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God. <laughs> my team, Yo, there is a lady of lady present. You like God? What is what is going hey, on? You right guys, now? is it like? Do you guys have like the seventy bush, or do you have like the African oh. bottom? Hold on. The question is. Do you have like you know like the normal one, or do you have like you guys seen Harold and Kumar go to Guantanamo Bay, right? I, I just you remember, wanted, I just you remember their I, friend. I, I, I just want to say I regret I regret reopening this door. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize greatly <laughs> to, the, to the people watching <laughs> and your and your children. <laughs> if, if we, if I may, this is uh, the new blurred order, not the new balls order. <laughs> yeah. get, get this back in scope. Thank y'all for joining us this morning. We're bringing in our special guest, but let's get it started the way we usually do. See ya. Uh, 
Uh, all balls aside, uh, it's been a great week. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, the comments are asking what the hell they just walked into. I'm asking myself the same thing, Lisa. That's fair. Like, That's I was fair like, all right, this week on Falcon and Winter Soldier, balls, Harry Ball. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot. Uh, is that how we going? Uh, right, anyway, uh, now that we've got our balls in order, uh, <laughs> uh, we would like to talk about what happened yesterday. Speaking of balls, there's no transition here. I can't really. I can't, I'm trying to like Tyrone. Yeah. I'm trying to find like a good transition where I'm like, Rolling you know, with you the ball. Way, you're like, you know, uh, this week, uh, you know, yeah. uh, Balkan, uh, you know, Falcon was walking down the street and, uh, <laughs> you know, Isaiah's grandson was playing basketball. Uh, speaking of balls, uh, Boom, yeah. Harry balls. Uh, <laughs> uh, bouncing right along. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> bouncing right along. All right. So, guys, as you remember, last week was a phenomenal week. We got to see Dora Milaje, as they call him, or as I call her, Dora Milaje, at work. And this week, we got to see the results of that work, was they actually came for Cap, or as we call him, uh, Captain, uh, not America, but Chauvin. Um, He (laughs) came for his shields. uh, And I think that it's about time for us to start the transition from this Captain America uh, to finally getting the Captain America I think everybody's been trying to get. I don't know why it keeps going to Tyrone's face. Uh, Captain uh, America. (laughs) But I think this is the Captain America folks are trying. Now, I think that we're finally, finally starting to get closer to Cap being Falcon, like in the actual comics. Um, But it seems like they're going the long and scenic route. This week felt very heartsy, very, very emotional. A lot of content that felt a little more uh, 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 thematic, less action oriented. Don't get me wrong, Tyrone. I mean, Talim, I know they started off with the action, but it didn't seem too action packed. I want to know how you felt about this episode, bro. Well, I would I would disagree with that. I think it was I think it was action packed. I think I think that that whole sequence in the beginning was enough for the whole show, to be honest (laughs) with you. Um, But um. I really am enjoy. I, I can't. I, I literally every week have to. I feel like I have to give Kevin Feige his props, because at the end of the at the end of the day, he is really touching on this. You know, the social dynamic yeah. that surrounds the Shield and 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 why it it's so important for uh, Sam to to now carry on the Shield despite. You know, a conversation that he, you know, had, but but I'll wait to uh, to get into that. But um, it, it is really it is really good to see a, a director really addressing social so the social dynamic and this and and uh, and I think an apparent uh, feel for what's going on in society relevant to his his uh, his shows. Yes, what you think about this week's episode? I just want to like literally congratulate Kevin Feige for bringing present problems in like, you know, our everyday lives, you know, into like a way that we all completely like it's complete. It was so organic. Like I was just like, damn, he's he's right. Like I can't I can't dis I can't argue with him one bit because he's 100 percent right. And I, I, I applaud him for that because He's the only director that's making real shit and like appear on screen the way it really happens. And it's, I'm, 
I'm fucking loving it. I'm loving everything about this whole series. It was, it's, <coughs> I feel like it's breathtaking. Like it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air. You know what I'm saying? Like every time, time I watch it, I'm excited. I'm, I'm intrigued to like find out, you know, like what new thing are they gonna, they gonna put in this episode that's gonna be relevant to what's going on in our, in our actual like lives, you know, today. You know, it's, right. I just, I love the way he's executing it. I think it's very smart. I think it's, it's, it's finally, you know, definitely a right time to, to, put into you know some of the the real live things happening you know like with the police and like them talking outside you know what i'm saying like and the police just showing up and they're like let me see your id boy you know like right. just just different things like that and like you know when he was when he was talking to isaiah that that conversation like i don't know i i like was like after i had this pause it after they got done talking because i was like damn like that was like he's he's not wrong nothing he said was right. wrong and it's and it's messed up that like he's right for the last 5000 years you know black people's history has been erased you know and rewritten and it's just it's 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 horrible to see it but it's it's great to see it opening in, the, in a new light that way we all can like understand that like this shit has not been happening for a little while it's been happening for a long time and unless we do something about it you know what i'm saying like it's just going to keep happening so i i applaud kevin feige for that yeah, five thousand years. That's a long time. That's a long time. It's a long ass time. Five thousand years. A long ass time. <laughs> Jesus was back since, since Noah's days. We've been fighting this. <laughs> the dinosaur. Go ahead, Ty. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Ty. I just wanted to say this. It wasn't just me, or is this like the first episode that actually felt more like a movie? Yeah. Like this, like this felt like a movie. Like this episode to me felt like a movie. And and one of the things that I wanted to piggyback off of, of what Yaz said and really why, why I raised my hand was she said <clears throat> she said that, um you know, that the fact that uh, uh, the history of black people and it, it has been taken taken from them and, uh, you know, and uh, for five thousand years. Black people were enslaved before the asteroid came down. We've been slaves since inception. Uh, but nah, but what I wanted to say to, 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 to elaborate on that point is she makes a really good point because one of the things is that that it that I've I've been talking about with a, a good friend of mine lately is that we as a people keep uh characterizing each other as black people mm -hmm. and technically we're not black people black mm -hmm. is the color there is no country called black uh we are the one people that <clears throat> have been robbed of of our own uh you know history and where we come from uh so the fact of the matter is they it, it it got down to the point where Isaiah was saying, like, it doesn't matter what you do. Like you you are confused. Like and, and I felt like the same as Isaiah did for a lot of this um this uh series so far. I was really starting to feel like Sam was just sleep. Cause every time somebody tried to tell him something, he'd he'd kind of shoot it down when it came to black people. And I'm like, yo, what's wrong with you, Sam? Hmm. But this episode with that conversation and what we saw afterwards of why Sam explained why he wanted to carry the shield, it made a lot of, a lot more sense for the show. And that's why I said it made, it made it to me seem more like a movie because it was so layered and so deep in, in this, this episode. Tyrone, what you think of the show, bro? 
Oh, I, I, I love it. I mean, everybody's uh, hitting all the right the right targets for sure. Uh, I do want to just uh, <laughs> love Kevin Feige, love Kevin Feige, a uh, big shout out. But I do want to also give shout out to the director, Carrie Scogland, who has been absolutely killing it. And she, uh, she's she been, I mean, they're obviously having conversations on set. You know what I mean? They're obviously talking through these things. They're having the conversation, capital T, capital C, because they're in there just, they're, they're touching on things, not even touching on, they're addressing directly things that I don't think I've ever seen uh, done so clearly on TV. Right. You know, we've seen it done metaphorically. We've seen it done, you know, with beautiful imagery. You know what I mean? But this is a, this is a different direction. And I wasn't expecting Marvel to just take this turn. And I, I can't, I love it so much. I, I'm right. just excited that it's happening. And I'm excited that Marvel's leading the charge like this. Right, right. Marvel has done a phenomenal job. If you look at a totem pole, right? And you look at, say, the racial system as a caste system, uh, in the world, we've almost accepted, at least in the United States, that this caste system has black people at the bottom. But Marvel has clearly decided to put black people at the top of this totem pole, at the very least cinematically. I mean, look at Black Panther. Look at what's going on with Falcon and Winter Soldier. And they even gave uh, Dora Milaje, the, and I know it is Dora Milaje, but they give them their just due. They're like, yo, look, man, these ladies without super strength is the most likely to not be fucked with as voted <laughs> in their yearbook in high school. Mati, did you watch the episode and how you feel about it, if anything? Um, yes. Hi, everybody. It's Mati here. Um, <laughs> oh, my bad. Hey, uh, by the way, everybody, uh, introducing uh, the big sister of the new Blurred Order once again. Uh, Miss Mati, Lego lady herself. Find her at For the Love of Legos. Please continue. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I actually got excited last week because they named my title and my position in my family um, in the show when he said, I got to talk to my Titi. So I was like, yeah, shout out to the Titi's out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nubler, we love all Titi's, uh, please. Uh, so, um, but as for the episode that they just played last night, um, I found that I loved it. it everything went so with what's going on currently in society, in the world, and how they addressed it, where you had to at one point look and then realize, damn, you know, this is true. This is what's going on. And yes, I love the fact that he's going to push forward being Captain America. Uh, I understood where, um, and I don't remember all the names, but the older gentleman, when he was saying, I don't give a damn, why should I bother? I, you know, I understood where he came with that, but I also saw where you have to progress as well, because if you don't, change will never be made. Right. And how you just said black is a color and it shouldn't be emphasized as black this or black that. No, we we are people of color. It's not just people right. who just came from Africa. There's people right. from Asia. There's people from the Caribbean. You know, there's a mix everywhere. And that's how it should be addressed and not put in a negative way. They shouldn't even right. look at I grew up not look, I didn't know about skin till in my 20s, to be uh, totally honest, because that's not how I was raised. I was just raised that this person, that person, this family member or such. But I literally was colorblind because I was not raised to see people in shades, per se. Right. Mm hmm. And that's oh, how wow. I my being that both of her parents were opposite shades as well. 
Yeah, both my parents, my families, both on my father, both on my mom. Um, and that's how I raised my kids. I raised them to look at people as who they are and not by the shade of their skin. We just didn't do that. That's not, it should never be that way. I used to get excited when we used to take trips because we would see the cows and I would tell my, my father when he was driving, look, puppy, that's your cow being the white one. And I would say, black one was my mom's. And then I'm the chocolate one in between. That's what happens when you mix up the colors. So that's how yeah. I, you know, that was as much as the colors I saw, but we were not raised in a way where you treated someone by the shade of their skin, you treated them by their character or how they treated you. So, but wow. yeah, the episode itself, was just beautifully done and yeah it did have a movie feel now to it when you said that but i think it was mostly because it was so outdoors my one favorite part was when the community when he was calling in those favors hey this is so-and-so's um son remember back in the day and they're like you know can you do me a favor i'm calling in a favor and the community came back in to help to keep that boat afloat literally to put that family back into business it was like a, a post that i have posted I think earlier this week, where back in the day, companies would do the auctions, uh, the banks would do the auctions, and the community would come together and literally strong arm anybody like, don't you dare buy this. They're going to get their property back, or we're just going to get it back from a penny from the auction so we can give it back to the family who worked. For so yeah. it's we need community to just step up, come together, and get over this whole color shit. Excuse my French. <laughs> nah, yeah. Hey, listen, you feel free to curse in front of your daughter all you like, man. We're, we're, we're <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, it's interesting to hear about the different, you know, the different ways that we have been raised to perceive what they call race right now. Race being a term that was coined by a man named Richard Blumenthal. We're learning here on this morning, way back in the day when they wanted to decide to put people in a category mm -hmm. and for what? To make sure that they know which place they should be in depending on where they reside. This is funny because this next gentleman who happens to be appearing on our show is a mixture of a couple of different uh, <laughs> of a couple of different uh, 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 races, shall we say. Uh, some of y'all may have seen him uh, performing live on stage uh, at many places such as the Orlando Improv in Vegas. He has his own radio show on real radio 104.1 with the real laugh show. He also has his own TV show. Yes, I said it. TV show in which he actually has a talk show format for people that may not always get the shine that they deserve in real life. So my man, James John, and also, uh, you know, he's launching his new campaign for the funny, not famous uh, comedy show that airs on, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Afrotainment on the uh, serious, uh, excuse me, uh, you know what? I'm going to let him tell you exactly uh, what this is all about, uh, as only he can. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Mr. Funny Not Famous, but famous in my own right, in his own right himself. Please help me welcome uh, Mr. James Yon. What's going yeah. on? James? I, oh, that's not him. Uh, no, nah, we, we look alike, me and Sam, but that ain't him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my bad. This isn't him either. My bad. Yay! <laughs> 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 What's up, John Z? What's up, mate? Bruh, thank y'all so much for putting me on this morning. I'm doing great, man. How about y'all? 
Yo, we good, man. We out here trying to figure out. I can't like my tea just confused me because I thought she was like a person of color, but turns out she don't have skin. Uh, right. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we just learned that. She is a she is a boneless chicken with the skin. Like, yo, but anyway, but James, I wanted to bring you into that because if I'm not mistaken, you are a mix of cultures as well, right, my friend? I am. I'm half black, half diabetes. Thank you. So <laughs> Ooh, type one, two, and three. All of it. <laughs> Come on, James. Come on, bro. Hey, man. But honestly, man, it's a great conversation because my, you know, my wife is Puerto Rican. So my kids are a okay. mixture of black, you know, um, and, and, and Puerto Rican and different other things. So we've always dealt with this from the very beginning. Like my wife would take my daughter into the store when she was little. My daughter was really dark. And if you've seen my wife, she is the opposite of dark. She is very light. So people would look and like, Oh, that's a beautiful black baby. Where'd you get it? Like, I came out of me. It's my baby. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. so, so yeah, man, I grew up in Florida um, and I grew up in two parts of Florida and they're both very different. Let me say that. See, I grew up in central Florida, which is a melting pot, but I come from Tallahassee, which is basically Southern Georgia. Like it's different. Yes. Those yes. are two polar opposite extremes, man. So Agreed. dealing with race, dealing with color has always been in my life, but I've seen the good and I've also seen the bad of it. Like I've gone to some places where you would think like you go to a place like a St. Cloud and you'd be like, man, these people are going to be racist. Everybody's country is hell. But then yeah. they will come talk to you and you'll realize you guys have more in common than you do in differences. And they accept you for who you are. They don't care what color you are. So you just never know walking into places like it's like it's like that old saying. You don't judge a book by its cover because you never know what you're walking into. Like, that's, right, right. that's just my little thing, man. Yeah, but yeah I'm, I'm mixed. I'm definitely mixed. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, are, don't you have like Asian back in your background or something like that? Or do you? We're yeah. not quite sure. We think so because my, <laughs> bro, my background with my father, uh, like many black dudes, uh, I didn't see him very much. <laughs> and brother was a great magician when I was born. Disappeared like he was good. Poof. But <laughs> so a lot of the, a lot of the stuff I'm learning about my background is now. Like I'll talk to like. Uh, my 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 grand my uncles and whatnot back there, my aunts and whatnot, trying to figure out and piece together like what is my actual like background, nationality, and all that good stuff like that. But it's been fun, like trying to figure it all out. I feel like I'm Batman. I'm a detective. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing your uh, your black, your Japanese, and your diabetic side. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank it, you. I, I'm wondering if you watched Falcon and Winter Soldier and if you had a chance to check out this most recent episode. Well, let me say this, man. Uh, I don't know if everybody on here knows, but Vic, Vince, me and you would talk many times. I'm a big comic book geek. Like, I'm old. Yeah. I've been waiting a very long time to get to this quality of TV shows and film regarding yeah. comic books because you got to remember, I was... Mm. All we had when I was back in the day was the first Superman movie. Remember that one? And then they yep. got progressively yeah. worse. Then the fourth one was done by the <laughs> Cannon Company, and that was horrible. I mean, one of the best comic book movies I had was in eighth grade. I remember it, 89, Tim Burton's Batman. Like, yeah. we can all clown yeah. that movie now, but at the time, <laughs> that was the closest thing we had to a comic book movie who tried to give the comic justice, even yeah. though it wasn't an exact um, you know, translation from the comic book. So I have been waiting a long time to get these movies, man. And it's just, for a comic book fan, it just feels good to yeah. be able to see the quality they put into it. Cause somebody finally figured out at some point, at some time, 
we can make great comic book movies. We yes, can make yes. movies that really talk about what's going on in society and entertain at the same time. So to see Falcon and Winter Soldier and some of the, the social issues they're actually tackling and they're not pulling punches. Not at they're all. giving it right to you in the gut. It's just yeah. amazing. They're not just talking about black people in America either. I love the stuff they're doing um, overseas and talking about yeah. the plights that those people go through, refugees and whatnot. And a lot of times you don't hear about it, but these people mm -hmm. have said, you know what? Damn it, we're gonna let you know all this shit that's going on, excuse my French, that's going on in the world and why it's not right. I can't believe I'm seeing an American show go after the government the U.S. Right. government, <laughs> right. like this. I'm like, yo, y'all gonna get shut down, man. Yo, y'all better stop. <laughs> but yo, it's refreshing to see the things that they're willing to talk about now. So shout out to Disney, bro. So I'm enjoying yes. all of it. Yes, I I love the show. And I'll say there's two schools of thought, man. When you're watching Isaiah Bradley, um, the Black Captain America, talk about what he went through. We all got uncles. We all got grandfathers who can tell you similar stories about how the U.S. treated them as people. And, and you can understand the anger. You can understand the resentment. And yeah. then you can see the side with Sam where he's grew up in better times, not right. not not perfect times. And right. he has a more idealistic look on the government and what America could be. So yes. I like that both schools of thought are represented. It's a great debate. It's a great conversation starter. So, yes, you asked me, am I enjoying it? Am I watching it? Absolutely, Vince. Love it. Yeah, man. And, mm -hmm. and, and it's funny because when you said uh you know the, the the old school isaiah bradley yeah he's basically a representation of the tuskegee yes, experimentation absolutely. with syphilis and how they did i mean there's a lot of uh misconstruing of the they, truth they did come. that they really did that, that man. That's, that's a real life thing that's a real thing now just to be clear for those who who do just kind of read uh, headlines and not articles. <laughs> um, the actual, uh, uh, what actually happened in, in Tuskegee wasn't that they were sticking and injecting a bunch of people with syphilis. It was that there were men with syphilis that they put in the trials for vaccinations, but did not make them aware of it. Yes. And then these men were not getting better and they were not telling them they weren't getting better. So they would go back to their communities and spread it amidst the community, amongst the yes. community in their wives and homes. And that's what it wasn't them being injected with syphilis. Just want to no. get that out there because yes. I know vaccinations is a point of hot is a hot topic right now. So I just want to make sure we're all aware of what actually happened, because I yes. know some a lot of folks just like to read the headline. Uh, <laughs> but Talim, I mean, yeah, James brings up a real good point. Uh, we have in this episode a clash of generations, right? We've got a guy named Isaiah who was arguably the first Captain America, yep. all right, before Steve Rogers, okay, um, who speaks his plight. He actually went and prevented a bunch of folks from getting killed and ended up paying the price for it because he says in the episode, you know, those are my people, mm -hmm. not a bunch of expendable so-and-so. I don't remember the exact terminology. But then he also says, like, yo, look, man, I ended up going to jail for it. They experimented on me, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is indicative. Meanwhile, fast forward, if you look uh, on the other side of the spectrum, you have one guy who's heralded for being the quote-unquote Captain America. Never really gets all of that jail stuff. He even evades jail. Has a whole <laughs> troop that's helping him escape from jail. But does he have that same history? Hell no. And could we say that, uh, Steve Rogers, your white privilege is showing? Perhaps we can. Yeah, Tyrone, I saw your hand go up. 
Yeah, I wanted to just uh, uh, add to what you were saying. Uh, the the story that Isaiah Bradley told where he went and he rescued his brothers in arms, that is the story from Captain America, the first Avenger. Steve mm-hmm. Rogers literally went and did that against orders. He went behind enemy lines and he rescued his people yep. from Red Skull. And he was a hero because of it. He was, you yep. know, touted as a hero. Isaiah Bradley did the exact same thing and went to jail for 30 years. So it's, you know, it, they're, they're really, really drawing the parallels. I just wanted to throw that in there for you. Yeah. Oh, no. Nah. I mean, thank you. That's what you're here for. You can go. You can leave now. Uh, <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but Talim, like, yo, Tyrone brings up a good point, too. Like, they literally, according to what Tyrone is telling us, did the exact same thing in terms of their actions, yeah. but completely different results. Mm-hmm. And one of them is on the cover of a bunch of magazines on the cover and is heralded as the representation of the United States. Meanwhile, the other one definitely represents the black plight in the United States. What say you, my friend? Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I mean, I, I see that that's the route they're going with Sam. Uh, but I think Sam is so conflicted. Like Sam, Sam, I think Sam has one of those complexes. And I think, I think they spoke to his complex when he was having the conversation with his sister. Uh, Sam, Sam, Sam said something really, really powerful. If you, if you would, if you listen to that conversation, he said, I thought you, I know you thought I was always running. Like, Mm -hmm. so so it, it when you when someone says that and and you have to think that their his version of himself is someone who has not always you know taken the ball and run with it he's more of a person that you know he feels like I'll you know I'll do it if you know if it comes down to it like you know like I'm I'm more I'm more of a defensive rather than an offensive person and his sister was saying nah that's not the case you you took on both jobs and did did a great job of it. So I think that that little insight that he had with that conversation with his sister allows you to understand why now it's important for him to take the 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 shield and run with it. Because when when once she once she reaffirmed to him who he was and he realized like oh wow you know what I'm saying that was profound to him. So at that moment I think. You know everything that he was working towards it made sense you know what i'm saying like he started working real hard you know what i'm saying he saw, saw him running and working out and doing everything he could do to, to be the, you know what i'm saying he's doing flips and you know what i mean like which, which, i'm gonna be honest with you it I, like that part really bugs me because at one moment you can throw the shield and it can go into a tree the next moment you can throw it it can bounce off the tree and come back to you and somehow you can catch it I don't yeah. like, that part. Yeah, 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 yeah. That part, like, I'll be like, nah, dude. Nah, man. But, like, <laughs> there's, a dude, there's a dude with a steel arm, and you have a problem with the shield? <laughs> <laughs> there's a dude. <laughs> there's Wakandans yeah. just walking yeah. around <laughs> in <Yeah>. spaceships. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole lot going on. Uh, a whole lot going on. It's unbelievable. It yeah. is weird. It is weird though how they treating the shield like a frisbee and just kind of throwing it around. You know what I'm saying? Well, and you know, well, it, as a comic book, as a Captain America fan, that has always been the running gag and joke. That even Spider Man said in the Civil War, like that, that shield doesn't follow any laws of yeah. physics. Does it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's yeah, that is not supposed to happen that way. And Captain America's rule has always been where he, if he throws the shield, it always comes back to his hand. 
Mm-hmm. Don't know why that is. Nobody right. can explain it, but that's right. just one of them rules. Like if you that that's just what's supposed to happen. Yeah, well, it's not millionaire. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it's, it's not. Door, you know, <laughs> it's it, not, yeah. to, you know, it's, it yeah. doesn't bring physics into it. Yeah, yeah it's no physics. It's it's, <laughs> it's physics. It's, it's complete bullshit. And, and and I'm cool with it. You know, yeah, and I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down. But the visual I'm, is beautiful. The it is. is beautiful. It yeah. is. And, and I think that's when I see when I saw him catching that one side with both hands. I was like, "Your hands would have been off. <laughs> <laughs> Your finger, you would have been fingers gone. Just exactly. a right there, like this. Like, so, Ooh, I should have did that. You know, what, <laughs> right. you know what was really funny about that whole scene? I liked how, like, at first, you know, they were like, like you guys said, they were playing frisbee with it. You know what I'm saying? Like hanging out, having a passive conversation, you know, just like passing it back and forth and stuff. And then all of a sudden you you, you go to him training and he's throwing it at it and like throwing it at like different stuff. And then he's ducking, like moving right, out right. of the way of that shit. And then the next thing you see him, you know, doing all the pushups and everything. And then, then he's like catching it like a gangster and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. 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 Yes, is right. Yes, is right. Like. The, the, you know, when him and Bucky was sitting there throwing it back and forth like it was a softball, it yeah. wasn't nothing. Yeah. But then when he's when he's doing his his Rocky uh, 80s uh, yeah. montage, all of a sudden you can't catch the same frisbee you've been throwing with your homeboy for the past yeah. day. Yeah. All of a sudden, Ivan Drago had you it that hard between each other. It was more passive, whereas now in his training, he's more like you know, Thundercats. Oh, nah, they were, they were yoking that shit at the fucking the tree, mom. Stop playing games. <laughs> saw them full fledged muscles pump, just like, huh! and then the other one's like catching it. And then the, that, huh! that like, was, straight, that, I will were, say, throwing the same way, he's throwing the I same fucking say, way. I will say that is the coolest game of catch I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I was, bro. That that was some, like I'm like, yo, what if we can pull that off? No, we can't. But yo, that was the coolest <laughs> game of catch between two dudes I've ever seen. So I loved it. Uh, and well, I, I think also what what oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, go ahead, Ty. And I, I think uh, one thing they were trying to get across with this scene though is that uh, once Sam decided that he was going to try to take up his mantle, he didn't just grab the shield and just take off and start going over there beating people with it yeah 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 you know he took the time <laughs> to learn it to understand it to earn it you know what i mean and that's i think that's why that montage happened so so we could see sam coming kind of coming to terms with the fact that okay i'm gonna need to be at a certain level i need to be at a level where where i can proudly carry the shield and yeah. i thought i thought it was a really cool way to uh you know to kind of portray that um but you know i understand that you know, sometimes uh, the the frisbee shield gets under people's skin or whatever. But I love the metaphor. Thank you, Marvel, for, uh, so for giving us that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> hey, what's, going on? what's going on with uh, Sarah and um, Bucky too? What's that little kid? Right? Oh my, stop throwing it. my sister, dude. Bucky, Bucky's favorite Bobby. holiday is is Valentine's Day because he apparently like chocolate. That's what I see. We know he got jungle fever, dog. We know he got jungle fever. Bro, love black women. There's some high key. Did you see his smile? He was like, There's some high key jungle fever coming from uh, Bucky. I think he might have got broke off when he was in Wakanda. Oh, you think? I think he might have definitely got broke off when he was in Wakanda, and my man is addicted now to that. Yeah, he is. He he bit his bottom lip. Like, what's up, Sarah? (laughs) 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 He did 
He hit him with the John B joint, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man. Yeah. 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 Like, hold on, bro. And then Sam at the like, yo, hold on, bro. You know what I'm saying? He pulled that, the that's... fighty first. Hey, look, look at how he's looking yeah, at him, too. That shit was great. That was so great. Yeah. Yeah, can I? Uh, I, I want to ask Tyleem a question real quick because uh, I, I want to bring this back to, to the first time we started talking about this after the first episode. And and you were like, man, I don't know about Sebastian Stan. I don't know about this right? dude as an actor. Blah, blah, blah. So I want to see where you, where you stand on that. Yeah. My dude. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, Ty, that's a good question. I mean, I, look, this is not even about his acting. I think I, I think I, I like it. I just like him. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's mm. not, it's like, his acting is he doesn't do a lot man like i don't like that that part that part is like you can't really rate what he because what he does because it's his everything that he does is so short you know what, what? i mean it's like it's just like it like he doesn't have a lot of dialogue scenes that's his character though Vince, which which that's i said i can't really rate like at, at first, and during the 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 one long dialogue scene that I I saw was when he was with the the psychologist. That was yeah. like the longest dialogue scene I've seen in an entire show. And when when I when we when we were talking no, about that, no, show, I rated, I rated, I rated that dialogue scene, and I said that I did not like his acting based on that dialogue. So at the end of the day, that's what I've, I've been rating him on. Like, there's nothing else to rate him on. He hasn't really had no long dialogue. Since. Ty, he just had a long scene in this episode talking to him about his whole, like, how when he, when when Sam gave up the shield, he felt like, like he gave up yeah. the last bit of his family. So how, yeah. like, I, I'm, I'm lost in translation on how you don't think he has any parts where he's talking, because he's talking. It's not like yeah, I mean, he's not, not talking. I, I, I think, just feel like I you're think. focusing more on the parts where he has little snippets and he's like, you know, being cheeky and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and like, I feel like that's the part where you're just like, uh, but like, I mean, that's his character though. He's dry. You know what I'm saying? Like, have you ever seen like, like com comedians like Anthony Jeselnik, they have dry humor. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just their demeanor. That's who they are. So, I mean, that's just, if you look at it like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, you, you'll you'll understand his context as a character. Like, he's dry. That's just how he is. You know what I'm saying? Ty, Ty wants every character to be like Leslie Jones and Coming to America, right? too. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. Hey, hey, that wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be, bad. That wouldn't be a oh bad God, thing. That would not be a bad thing. No. Yes. <laughs> no. No, I get what you're so saying. I get what you're saying, yeah. I get what you're saying. But, again, like, you know, I... I even with those those scenes that you're referring to, like it's not it's not a lot of lot of dialogue from him, man. But at the end of the day, like, you know that's cool. Like I, I get what you're saying. So I think he did more. I like when you look at like the 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 uh, first five minutes of episode four, like when he was sitting at, uh, by that campfire in Wakanda and they were yeah. testing the uh, the words yeah. on. Him. He did more. He did more with just his face. Right. Than a lot of people Absolutely. can do with with, a, with two pages of script, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, uh, I I want to, I just wanted to give that man his flowers uh, after sure. uh, you know he was kind of, you know, he was kind of slandered in the beginning, you know what I mean? Yeah, I want to make sure yeah, that we appreciate yeah. Bucky and uh, yeah. and no, I, the the turn has been amazing. I, I've just Preach, his story Preach. has been real fun to watch. Translation: uh, mm -hmm. Ty Leem's opinions do not <laughs> represent the opinions of the entire New Blood. They never do. Tyrone's back this episode. He's more optimistic. Last, yeah, last, yeah, one, was, last one was a little dark, but you know. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> What's up, Matty? 
I think with Bucky, you also got to remember the scene where he was at the bar and, and the Asian um, gentleman told him, you need to get out. You need to find somebody. Yeah. Remember, he's like 100 years old. So yeah. his whole perspective on how a man should be is nothing in comparison to how they are now from back compared to back then. So right. for him to try to get into a conversation, it's like your great, great grandpa mom or dad is trying to like you know yeah i'm chilling with the kids and i we can speak this bingo and they're gonna be looking at you like i'm listening i hear what yes. you're saying i'm not grasping it because when i was your age those weren't you know how we functioned that that wasn't right how, how the properties that we had available to us so i'm seeing bucky as he still feels like he said i lost everything all i have is left is that shield that connects him to his time, he's literally like here from another time. He's still here from <laughs> another time. So he's trying to, I feel for me, he's trying to adapt. Back then, there was a lot of mix going on in World War II with uh, the races and whatnot. So I can understand where he's got the jungle fever, which I love him for, because it's, again, it's not, uh, he's trying to break that barrier and he's trying to show it. but. Um, with him not having that much dialogue, I mean, try to figure yourself a hundred years from now trying to have a dialogue with somebody. So many things will happen between now and then. How do you feel you're going to be able to speak if you were frozen for most of it and then brought back out and now you're adapting to it? So it's, I think that's where they're going with Bucky on that. Well, I, if I, if I may, real quick, James, just because I know I know you watch and everything, but just to kind of bring you up to speed, uh, Ty Lean, who we call Bad Ty, uh, the one on the top, all right, uh, is not too impressed with uh, the the acting of <laughs> the guy who plays Bucky. Yeah, Sebastian. Yeah, Got yeah, it. Sebastian Bach. Now, I mean, I call him Sebastian Bach. I don't think that's what his name is, but uh, Sebastian. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, that's saying my bad. So, uh, so we, uh, uh, as the remainder of the cast, are not in agreement. I don't know how you feel, uh, but I actually think that he's holding it down. I don't think that he's meant wow. to be, you know, uh, um, this 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 boisterous character with loads of, of personality. He's of a dude not. who is working no. through his deprogramming as he no. was a freaking killer that didn't even realize what he was doing, and now he's trying to maintain a level playing field with his mind. What do you think, James? Well, well you got to think about, like you started to bring up, you got to think about who his character is. He's right. a dude that's literally tortured every day. He was made to commit some of the worst atrocities in history. He yes. killed Iron Man's parents. He yes. killed so many people that he had no control over. So, I think if you think about that in a person's characteristics, you would almost not talk a lot because you don't think that you deserve to be happy. You don't think you deserve to be hanging out and just talking with people, having a good time because all the things you've done wrong. You wouldn't say much because you would feel like you don't deserve to even be breathing at that point. Like, I'm sure he's considered death many times, but what drives him is I'm trying to um, I'm trying to make up for all the bad things that I've done. I think right. so. He wouldn't be a happy person at all. He wouldn't talk a lot. You wouldn't be really chatty if you had gone through the hell that he had to go through for all those years. So I kind of dig and I like what he does as far as an actor. I think he portrays a lot of different emotions with his actual 
um, just um, his looks, um, just the way he, I don't know, his mannerisms, I guess you would say, without having to say a lot. That's more to his credit than a detriment, I think. So I think as an actor, he's amazing. I, I'm loving what he does. Tyrone. Yeah, I, I, both my teams uh, touched on the conversation that Bucky and Sam had. Um, and and I, I thought that was probably, uh, for me, is the most important scene I've ever seen from Marvel. Uh, what they did in that conversation was they literally gave us an instruction manual on on this conversation on how to deal with it. Bucky said in no uncertain terms, he, he said, I'm sorry, I owe you an apology. I couldn't I could not have understood what it's like for you as a black man to wield that shield. When he said those when he said those words and he said them clearly and he said them just to say them like that, I was like, damn, they just they just gave America an instruction manual on where yeah. to start this conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like wow. they were just like, look, he said, no I'm, I'm sorry. No I could have never known. I'm sorry. And that, and that was that, you know what I mean? Like they had this, this beautiful moment and shout out to Marvel, shout out to Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie, like, damn, I, the most important scene Marvel has done thus far. I just, I just had to throw that out there. It, it really, really hit home. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like that scene. I, I really like the fact that, like you said, Tyleen, I mean, Tyrone, bad tie, I'm going to keep calling. Uh, there was no, there was no, mincing in the words mm -hmm. you know because they could have went real politically correct they could have been like you know a person in your position <laughs> right you know uh, i don't i don't understand what it's like all that you've gone through but he was like when when cap gave you the shield mm -hmm. we didn't know what it really meant for a mm -hmm. black man mm -hmm. to have that shield mm -hmm. that was written down on a script it was passed around it was table shot yeah. And it was approved, and then it was said out loud on screen on a yep. Disney-operated yep. uh, streaming service. So that was 100% intentional. The point mm -hmm. they were trying to get made, uh, trying to uh, trying to uh, come across, I believe, was felt as you're saying. The only thing about it that I didn't like was I, I like the South Park rule. I don't know if y'all ever watched South Park, but there was one episode of South Park oh. where Token. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The black guy on South Park yeah. was trying to explain to Stan that you can never understand. You can listen and try to comprehend, but you'll never understand. And 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 and, and Stan Phil spends the whole episode being like, "Dude, I understand, bro. Like, I, like <laughs> yeah. people don't understand me. So I get it. I get it." And Toka's like, "You don't understand, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying?" He walks away until finally, at the end of the episode, spoiler alert: Stan goes to him and he's like. Dude, I don't get it, bro. I just don't get it. I don't get it. He's like, ah, yeah. now you get it. Yeah, now <laughs> you, know? you get it. Now yeah. you get it. Yeah. You have to learn yeah. that you can't always comprehend things. Yeah. And in your lack of comprehension is the struggle. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and that's what Bucky in this scene does. He says, mm -hmm. yo, look, bro, my bad. I came at you because I considered this Wakandan piece of armor my family because it's the last remaining piece of of, 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 I guess, uh, armory that I have from my age. You got to keep in mind, like James said, this dude is like 100 years old. And even though he got like, yeah. you know, he still got young man, uh, you know, uh, uh, low key um, 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 uh, swag like Justin Timberlake and shit. And, and <laughs> what's old boy, uh, 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 um, the, the, the blurred lines, dude? Uh, Robin oh, Thicke. Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke. Yeah, Robin Thicke. <laughs> yeah, he, he got low key Robin Thicke vibes, you know what I mean? He's still like, like, yo, man, if you get rid of that shield, that and Cap were like the only things that I had from my whole generation. You know, I grew up with the shield and Cap, and that's it. And you don't even want that. 
And now he's like, damn, I never even considered. And you know what that's called? Privilege. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Like he for him to not even realize the delicacy, the intricacy, mm-hmm. the, the complexity that goes along with this struggle is the privilege to not even have to worry about it. And yeah. so, Mati, when you say things like, we you know, we didn't grow up with color, that sounds like what Bucky's saying, but he's being introduced to that world. So, mm-hmm. I mean, does that does that ring true to you? Does, does any of that relate to you? I mean, do you do you kind of get that gist, Mati? Yes. Um, and again, and I grew up in the Bronx and then I grew up in Queens, and this is all part of New York City. Um, but I was in a multicultural area where mm-hmm. about everybody did look like me and my family, right. where the minority in all perspective was mostly the white people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of, you know, again, I was after high school is when I started seeing the bigger picture of the separation of right. the different races and the different, you know, how they were. And it was sadly that I saw it in my own household from my partner than I did from outside coming in. So it was just mm. weird, in the different places we traveled to, but um, it's hard for me still to understand all of it because right. again, the way I grew up, I'm still keeping to those values. I see stuff and I'm observant. I don't add on to it and I'll try to make it easier but um, even in high school, when I was growing up, my when I sat down at lunch, there was no race card. You either sat and ate, and you just talk about anything, but don't try to tell me, oh, you're sitting with these people? Like, uh-uh, don't go there. Don't sit here. I'll tell you right now, there's eight spots. Don't, don't take any of them if you're bringing that to my table. Right. So that's how I grew up. And thankfully, my brothers and sisters from high school, we're all literally, our one unification is the fact that we came from that school. And we kept tight like that. So there was no, we didn't classify anything, just classified ourselves as being from that school. That's about it. <laughs> that's that's so fascinating because my upbringing was completely different. Uh, Talene, what's up? I just wanted to touch on it, on, on this because like, I want to, I want to be clear about this. Like the, the reason that, that calling each other black people, and that's what, where I started this, this conversation really, well, um, is because that classification came from white slave owners. We were never considered black. We were considered whatever tribe we were from at that time when we and you know when before we were taken from our homeland. And and that's that that that's what I mean in in, in the sense of we have lost you know uh, the the knowledge of of self of who we actually are. We've identified with this color for so long because that's what we were classified as when we but when we got off the boat because that's what we were we were perceived as when we were looked at we right. were looked at we were called darky we were called black we were called you know what i'm saying Niggas. or whatever all of those, <laughs> all those things. i just want to make that clear because like that's why that's i'm just i'm just being clear about that because it's not about it's not just about i looking at somebody and you know and and saying okay i don't see color and I don't, you know, I understand that we, you know, I mean, we, we, you can love who you want to love, but I'm talking about as a people, we don't know our own, you know, historical value as, as far as identifying where we come from. There is no country called black. So we, unless we, unless we are, you know, we have a country that we come from called black, then we couldn't identify as the color black. That's what I'm saying. Like we, we are, we are more than a color. 
That's all yeah. I'm saying. Well, yeah, we're more than a color, but we're also more than a culture. Like we're not just American culture. We're Caribbean culture. We're African culture, South American culture. Um, mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is in this particular show, what they're spotlighting is the fact that there is a gentleman who, well, I mean, there's a lot of things being spotlighted, but right now what we're focusing on is the fact that there's a gentleman who is basically a part of a team that rescues not just America, but the whole earth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He gets done rescuing the whole earth and can't get along and has to use the his neighborhood uh, 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 connections to paint his boat. He's about to get his sister's about to get kicked out of their house. And he's having all of these issues because we can say it more than likely because he's a black man. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, because ain't nobody else having these issues. You never saw Tony Stark uh, having issues with foreclosure. You know what I'm saying? You don't see Bruce Wayne or even Clark Kent on that little uh, estate that they got way the heck out there in uh, in Kansas having these type of issues. The first time we are getting no, introduced they, to these They took issues, his mama house. They took his mama house. Oh, yeah, they took oh, his mama's house. Who they, took, they took his mama's house. They took his mama's house. Who, who, yeah. who bought it? Who bought the whole? Who bought the whole after, <laughs> after they took her house, after, though, he bought after it. After they took that house. Yeah, they well, took that out. That, that man bought it after, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I, all right, well, fine. Go ahead and, and y'all take the man white man all you want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Okay. But yeah, okay. All right. So maybe there was a little bit of struggle for Superman for a little bit. But, you know, I mean, some of these issues, like him getting pulled over while he was walking while black. Some of these things are like real legit issues. And, and I know my I'm team, I'm my team is from a different area. Me. Mati, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked they put it up there. Yeah. What you yeah. just said right now, yes, that is happening a lot to uh, the different, a lot of uh, black communities and whatnot. But from what I saw from when they started coming home or while the whole, um, at 2008, when we were having the whole, um, the foreclosure situation, we yeah. had soldiers of all races come home or were still overseas and these banks were closing down on them. So that part kind of hit me because yeah. I'm thinking as I'm watching Marvel, yeah, these guys saved the world under government. So technically they're military or they work with the military. They're not getting paid per se, which I don't see how that works because I've worked for the government. And once you start doing a job for them, you gotta get paid because it's the law. But the way that they were just not being taken care of, which currently today, still a lot of our military who make so little in comparison to what so much that they're giving yeah. aka the lives on the line right and these corporations are treating them like they're the bad guys the third world right. countries the one that are trying to get over on one when in fact that they didn't do what they did or put that uniform on guess what that corporation that company wouldn't be standing so right. That's a good point. That part of the, the, the show when he had a call in favors and when he was at the bank and the loan officer was saying, you know, yeah, um, so we can't help you, but can I take a selfie with you? It's like, really? Right, right. Oh, man, yeah. I got lit up. I got lit that, up. So Yeah, you're right. You, you bring up a good point, Mati, because I guess that's almost like the equivalent of uh, thank you for your service, right? It's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we we know you gave, you know, your arm and your leg and that you left your family, at, you know, uh, basically on 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 ice uh, or, and and not knowing whether or not you are alive and not knowing whether or not you're in harm's way. Uh, 
But yeah, thank you for your service. I know you're getting kicked out your house. I know you can't find a job. I know you we haven't provided anything for your mental disability, uh, for your mental, uh, uh, for whatever uh, mental deterioration may have happened as a result of all of the trauma we put you through. But thank you for your service. It's basically the equivalent, right, James? I mean, I don't know if this is what they were intending on conveying in this show, but this is what's coming across. And there's so much left. Like yeah. we have, we've only talked about. Like yeah. uh, uh, about J- about Falcon and Winter Soldier, we did touch a little bit on Bucky and uh, a little bit of that uh, that uh, you know trying to you know slide in the DMs of um, of one uh, soldier. You know what I mean? And I ain't gonna lie, like I was like, oh boy, here he go, man. He, mm-hmm. Oh Lord, my chocolate milk of magnesia. I'm not even mad at Sam. This looks like the same look like Ty would give you if you looked at like his daughter, like you know what I'm saying? Like, hold up, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's my like son that, looking right? at his best friend who's now engaged to my daughter. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, that's that was that go on. Wow, <laughs> there is so much to unpack yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> let me get a suitcase. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, I'm about to watch my stories. Hold on, just a I second. Don't know. <laughs> hey, yo, please continue. Hey, yo, that that sounds like that. That sound like that old school. Hey, bro, let me come spend the night at your house. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey. No, no, it's more. It's more. No. It's more like. It's more like I'm already. I'm already like they went to sleep. I showed up after they went to sleep and then like they woke up and they're like, when the fuck did you get over here? And I'm like, I've been here. What do you mean? I never left. And they're like, left. was she here? Did right. she? Whoa. Yo, so let me make what sure I heard that right. Cause my hair yeah. is bad. I'm old. You yeah. said, and I quote, it's like your, your son. Yeah. Wait. Uh, Checking out your daughter's man? Is that what you said? You say that? No, 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 no. Okay, all right, all right. I missed it. Show the picture again, and you see how Sam is looking at Bucky when <laughs> Bucky's looking at Sarah. Yeah. Oh, so okay, got Sam it. is my son. Bucky yeah. is Austin. Yasmin is Sarah. Got it. Oh, okay. I, oh, I thought I heard something. I thought it was adorable. Oh, well. We got it twisted. We all got it twisted. That says yeah. a lot. Yeah. So, so does that mean does that mean that we uh there's a marriage coming in uh in, in in like in the form of Bucky and Sarah? Yeah, yo, Jasmine showed us the ring, man. That, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's congratulations, by the way. That's go ahead and hold up, hold up. Go ahead and hold up that uh that infinity uh stone uh right Ooh. quick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yo man got a good job. <laughs> he, went to, he went to Jared. Let me get another close up. It just, uh, it, it's got a. Calm down, Green Lantern. I know you got it right there, man. But good, man. That's why it looks so fancy because it's like it's like a sunflower, and but it's got like a moon and a sun, and the diamond is, you know. Listen. I don't know where your man works, but wherever he works, got a 401k. It's a good guy. Yeah, he's got that. Yeah, he's got that in this relationship. I got the power stone. Anybody need any commercial or residential painting? Let me know. Um, Strickland Painting Company. You know, we'll we'll, we'll pull up. What's up? I don't need to take the two straight lines. Thank you. All right, James. 
uh, but she uh, she is uh, getting married to a white man, and we actually have a clip of him. Here he is, right here. Uh, this is say hello to your future, there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yo, speaking of white men, uh, it, it is funny how Bucky is stays involved with Wakandans, and he clearly has gotten a taste of some of that chocolate thunder, and now he is not going back, which leads him to ultimately bring our guy who we started to like somehow, Baron Zemo, yeah. is now being captured by the Wakandans as they came over and kicked uh, uh, Captain Zimmerman's whole ass, and now he's getting delivered. <laughs> but I, I, I him. They, they didn't kill him, though. They did not kill him. We know that is a fact. Um, but the funny thing is, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, now, James, if you have any predictions, one thing we like to do is speculate on this show. And I'm trying to figure out what exactly is going on here. We saw Bucky basically say, look, bro, you ain't going nowhere. Tease them. Yep. Keep in mind, this ain't just somebody that they caught. This ain't just any old prisoner. This is the guy who basically sold Bucky's brain to Hydra and got him to be programmed to be a killer psychologically, even though he didn't know it. This was the guy who uh, uh, essentially put that program together to dismantle the Avengers. And now he's holding a gun to his head of his own accord without giving some sort of Russian, you know, uh, call uh, or, 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 you know, a secret code to uh, activate him. So, so what do you think is the future for Baron Zebo, Yarn? Uh, well, I will say this, man, that scene's pivotal because what it's doing is Bucky holding a gun at his head and it's blank and he lets all the bullets drop from his hand. It's closing that story arc. Zemo can no longer affect um, the Winter Soldier and make him actually the Winter Soldier anymore. So it's right. him saying, you can't make me into a killer. I've right. made peace with who I am right now and you're never going to make me do anything I don't want to do anymore. So when they're taking him away, it's supposed to be okay. Zemo has to go now pay for his crimes again with the Wakandans because we all know that um, Zemo is the reason that he uh, that uh, the Black Panther's Baba, his father, is dead. He he had him assassinated. Yeah. So it was just closing that arc. And I think what's going to happen is we're going to see him become a bigger supervillain than he already was. I really? think he's yes, absolutely. They're not setting this up for no reason. They didn't go through all this just to have him go away. No, as you can see, with each episode, he's getting closer and closer to that comic book costume, too. Um, yeah. he didn't have like the furry stuff everywhere, but he had the fur on his jacket with the little black specks like he had yeah. in the comic book. Now yeah. he's got the actual mask. So it's setting up him to be a bigger player in one of the movies coming up. Oh wow! So you think yeah. he's gonna have a bigger role in one of the movies? Oh, absolutely! It's oh, coming yeah. back. I agree. You got yeah, because here's what makes him a great villain. You can sympathize with the fact his wife, his family was taken yeah. away from him yep. by superheroes who seem to have turned their back on the collateral damage they caused. Wow. So he was meticulous. He was methodical. He created that whole plan with the Winter Soldier to get revenge. I mean, it was horrible, but you gotta respect where his feelings truly lie. And as you got to know him with this series, yeah. he's not a bad person in the sense of he's just evil. He did what he did because he feels justified. You took my family away from me. Yeah. So, didn't even yeah, think yeah. Ahead, another yes. another thing too, James, to touch on that. He also asked him, did you guys ever go to Sokovia? Did you Absolutely. guys ever go no, he no. literally said that to them. Like, and in the way Absolutely. he said it, you were just like, "Damn, he's right." Damn, like, he never went back to any of those places that they they you wow. know killed those people. And like you know, and the, he was right though. You're James. You're 100 percent right. Zemo, 
he's that villain that you know like marvel did it again damn it they yes. made us all yes. in love and right. empathize with the villain with the fact that like you know like his whole world came crashing down and he became this man because yes, of the yeah. events that happened. It wasn't something that he did on his own. It was something that happened to him that turned him into this meticulously vengeful person to come after them and, and to plot the way he does. So I agree with you, James. I think we're just, we just started to see, you know, Baron Zemo and his, uh, his prime flesh. Like we're like, Wakanda's going to take him. He's going to do some crazy shit, steal some of their stuff and get the fuck out. Like he always yeah. does. And then, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just going to go on from there. Like, I definitely think he's going to pop back up in the movies. You know what I'm saying? Because like, like you were saying, the fur, it's, it's, you know, it's the key details of like, you know, the outfit and like, you know, things that are happening. And, and I, I also agree. I loved that, that closing scene, you know, like Sam was telling him, you know, Winter Soldier, you need to get closure. You need to do the work. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you need to yeah. do the fucking work or you're not going to, you're not going to get any better. So, and he, that, mm -hmm. that was him. Like you said, James closing that chapter on Baron Zemo, you know, and he was, Absolutely. that was him forgiving him. And he also forgave him again. Did, did you guys also hear that? He, he said, I, I'm sorry. I forgive you too. I have no, I have no quarrels. I have no, I have no quarrels with, with the winter soldier anymore. Mm -hmm. He literally well, said that, was, to him. that. That was a great scene for me. Yeah. When I left that right. episode, I was like, "Damn!" Like that. Right. that was, that's yeah. the part that was really getting me. Yeah, yeah. Right. I wanted that, to throw in real quick. The the, uh, the door Malaj said that they're taking him to the raft. Uh, they're they're right. not taking yeah. him back to Wakanda. The raft is, is that you know we've already seen it in, in you, but uh, the raft for anybody who's not super familiar with it in Marvel lore is a place where they hold all the supervillains basically. And even though Which it's like supposed to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be like the most secure place in That's the world, but also they're always breaking out. They're always planning yeah. some stuff in well, there. So it's basically you, summer camp for here, bad here's guys. Here's what you're doing. You're, 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 putting some of the, you're putting some of the most smartest mm -hmm. uh, people with the Calculating. most resources together. Right. That's mm -hmm. a mistake. So we're definitely yeah. going to see a, a jailbreak with, and he's going to have his own <laughs> yeah. little super villain group. You know, oh, you know how that. people, hey, you know I... how people like describe it. They're like, "Oh, I went, I went into jail with like, you know, like just like a, a regular AA. I got out with a PhD. That's going to be Zemo when he gets the fuck out of that prison <laughs> out the raft. Yeah. Like he's going to be like, I got a fucking PhD, you idiots. Like I'm going to outsmart you. I'm going <laughs> to got you in every turn. I'm telling you, Ali. Hey yo, so look. So the the fact that that Zemo was waiting for because he 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 right. you remember mm -hmm. he said to he said to Winter Soldier he said I thought you would have been here sooner sooner yep. Yep. you know what I'm saying the fact that he did not try to resist the yep. fact that he was waiting this is something that that Zemo planned <laughs> soon yes. as he found yep. out that they were there <laughs> looking for him Ooh. so the fact that he not I guarantee one of one of the things I really like about Zemo is this. Zemo's not a fanatic. Right. He's not. He's not. For, he's not there questing for for power. Right. He's not, he like he's not doing any of that. This not, none of none of his stuff is ego driven. Right. He's one of the most logical villains I have ever seen in the MCU. Like his whole thing is, yo, the Winter Soldiers. I mean, the uh, the Super Soldier program cannot exist because this 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 ideal that 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 these whatever whatever person like gets that formula becomes like a, a, a an obsession right and then, right and then it and then it winds up involving everybody you know what yeah. i'm saying and, and and i think that's what he blames super uh, overall for the you know the death of his his family and everything like that so he's his whole thing is just eradicating that program i think mm -hmm. any means to getting to that end is where he's yeah. going so now 
He knew that they were going to get him. They he probably knew they were going to take him to the raft. He's like, okay, they're going to take me where I can go recruit. Yep, yep. Like, that's <laughs> literally. So I, yo, yeah. I, I, I agree with, with, with you, James completely that it's time for like, it's time for his character to be on the big oh, yeah. screen, yeah. Oh, on yeah. the big screen, just like it's time for Monica to be on the big screen. Like, th- like these shows, I, you know, like I said it, if Get you, you hyped, you can put if you can put together a performance that people are chattering about, then guess what? You just did your audition. You did your audition, and we we like what we saw. So guess what? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Black Panther two's coming up. Don't yes, sir. be surprised yeah. if it's Zemo and Black don't, Panther two. Please don't talk about Black Panther 2. We're still sensitive about it. We still don't know <laughs> how they're going to work on it. But before we even grab, before we broach that uh, that subject, Mati, um, don't forget, like, this dude is conniving, all right? He's smart. He's, he deserves his spot on yeah. the big screen. A- Age of Ultron was all about Baron Zemo. No, Civil, War. Zemo uh, Civil, Civil War. Zemo, Civil War. Civil War. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Captain yeah. America Civil War yeah. was all about Baron Zemo. That was the main villain. And it's funny, I heard you say, like, oh, he didn't put up a fight. He didn't resist. Uh, it was Dora Milaje. I don't think he wanted any of that smoke. Uh, on <laughs> right. uh, so, and he don't have no superpowers either, obviously, because he's not of that mindset that superpowers should be out there. Uh, but Mati, I am a little concerned. Uh, I didn't put this together, so this is why I love talking to, to, my, to my folks here. Uh, they basically are taking him to the Arkham Asylum, right? Uh, where, <laughs> yeah, yeah, where, yeah. Where, where, yeah. He's, where he's now about to, and and now that like I'm listening to what Ty, what Bad Ty saying, what James and what Yaz is saying, and the fact that he was waiting there. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he was like, "Oh, I thought you'd have been here sooner." Like he's so mm-hmm. contrived. Do you remember in the last episode where no lip cap? What came up to him and was like, yeah, we're, we need you to hurry up and get in there and take him out. And he was like, oh, so aggressive. But I understand. You know what I'm saying? You would understand. And you know what I'm saying? Like, who, who does that? So I, I don't know, Mati. I, I'm a little nervous. Uh, what, what do you think is going to happen next with Baron Zemo? So we saw what happened at the end. We saw what happened throughout the, the actual episode in the beginning, uh, which they brought no lip cap to um, court, to military court, and they told him, basically, we're stripping you down to nothing. You, you're yes. fucked up. You got caught. Yeah. We can't, <laughs> we can't, like, not look because it's out there. So yep. we, we have to be the ones to do the right thing and treat you like we would have treated anybody else in this situation. So now you're down to nothing. Obviously, he's now going to turn into the bad guy. So he's going to be, in my opinion, after watching this, and I, I had to like, what? He's going to be the connection outside of Wakanda. Now that Zemo is going to be in Wakanda at the, what they call that, the bad guy super camp, as TJ Cole said. Um, and he may be the key. That's funny. The, this, he may be that little key that they need from the outside to penetrate the breakout because obviously... They always get out. Otherwise, we have no more movies, and then we're gonna be sitting there watching nothing. But um, that that whole part there, him now becoming the Bizarro Captain America for me, that's how I was thinking it because I have not read these comics in extent as you guys have. 
the blood on the shield that was deep i was like that wow. was because you've never you seen turned, that yeah yeah it was like he turned something that was supposed to be so uh Pure. positive for a a, a unit you, you know a whole community of superheroes and whatnot mom it was a legacy was, ruined yeah the legacy itself he must like if Steve was around, he'd be rolling over. But if Steve was around, he had the shield. But um, he made it so dark because he did what's going on right now, where the persons who are supposed to be in our community—that's where I got out of it too. Those people who are supposed to be protecting us in our community, serving and protecting. Some obviously are having a problem mm -hmm. where they're not doing that, and that's where Marvel. I feel for me. That's where the message went. And yeah. the fact that they corrected it by stripping him down for the wrong, because there was oh, so many other ways he could have gone about it. That is like, wake up, people. You have to hold people accountable for what's wrong. If they did something the wrong way, especially, you know, being the hero, and we know what we're talking about here, then mm -hmm. hold them accountable for it. It's obviously... You either do it one way for everybody or you're going to do it the wrong way for everybody. So that yeah. spoken volumes to me when that happened, when they showed the whole um, the court case and everything, him walking out of there and cursing them out the way he did in real life. I strongly doubt that would ever happen because I would see Leavenworth coming up on that one, even though he's not a government employee. But um, he had a right to say his his you know, his part or what he felt. But again, he, he fucked up. He There were so many other ways to do this. And he was being punished. And because of his privilege, being Captain America, he thought, come on, guys, we do this all the time. And finally, they were holding him accountable. Well, but let's be clear, though. Holding him accountable is different because white privilege, he didn't go to jail. Right. He didn't go to prison. Thank you. Thank yeah, I mean, he, he, mean, did, he did get dishonorably uh, like um, discharged. He did lose yeah. all his government benefits. Well, that's that on its own. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's very horrible because dishonorable is just that ain't nothing. <laughs> kill somebody. Yeah, they, 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 that's, that's literally that. No, that's literally that's in the real world. Somebody. They would have taken him to Fort Leavenworth because if he if this was really a, a military type fort or whatever. He would have gotten to walk out of there. They would have had those guys no, back there. And no, again, not at all. he's a super. He's a super now because he took the serum. So yeah. I think that's where they stood back on that part too. Because then you know, wrong place, wrong um, time. Yeah. He could have hurt more people. And, and now the shadow down. groups. Now the shadow groups going to recruit him. Hey, go ahead, go like ahead. That, that whole the way the, the 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 sequence of events and and this again is 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 a shout out to Kevin Feige's directing and everything like that because. The 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 blood on the shield is symbolic of of like literally America and how it is like how it was established on blood, like they literally right. like like it was lit. That is that is the that the symbolism on the blood on the shield from that point to the point where you find uh no lip cat running into a warehouse, yeah, and then you know. It, showing his emotions and all of the pressures uh, like you know he you don't understand what it's like being cat and all yeah. and all you know <laughs> like all of this all of the, all of these frustrations and then this this like confliction 
in, in between himself where where he feels like he's doing good and then all of a sudden he snaps and wants to kill everything everything that he was doing in that warehouse was to kill them not mm -hmm. to disarm them not to defend himself he was trying to yeah. kill them every with every move he tried it was like yo every time he got on top of it, it was like ah! like it was, it was gonna be one like if you <laughs> if i don't if you don't save me i'm done if you don't, if i don't save you you done that's kind of what it was and and to see that whole struggle it it and and now to the point where you have sam at the end of the 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 the, the uh, uh episode you know wiping you know wiping the blood off and cleaning it up and now he's you know throwing it around and 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 feeling comfortable with it and everything like that it's showing like this this you know story of where america can be and or where america was and where america can be yeah right you right and, well well just to touch on that let's look at exactly what transpired right like on one end we've got Captain Zimmerman, you know what I mean, doing his best rendition of the retreat at Twin Lakes, mm -hmm. uh, killing somebody for no reason. The dude literally is like, it wasn't me. He knows damn well it wasn't him. Mm -hmm. But he's saying that he's doing it in his friend's honor. He's saying that he's protecting. You know, so like on one end, you're going to get people to sympathize with him. Oh, you know, he was out there for our protection. There have been some robberies, some burglaries in the area recently. So he has that era protection. But you take that whole script and flip it in the same episode. We've got the same storyline happening, a completely different result. And we can only see one real difference when it comes to these two characters. So at the end of the day, his privilege once again is on display as he starts to get questioned by these folks that he's supposed to be, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, holding, uh, holding him accountable. And here he is basically saying like, yo, you don't know what it's like to be cap." Let, with all due respect, you don't know the complexities of the situation. You know, I'm here to let me talk. I'm going to yell. I'm going to gripe. I'm even going to walk away before you finish. And not a lick of time is issued. He basically gets administrative leave with pay. <laughs> and now he gets to go out and make a whole other shield. So him and the real cap that we're rooting for ultimately end up fighting at some point as they probably do in the comments. Now, I don't know, James, if this is striking you as the same way it's striking me, but I think Marvel is doing a brilliant job once again of showing parallel situations with completely different outcomes. Absolutely, man. And I'm as an old guy, I read this the first time, like as it was being published. I'm that old when they first introduced U.S. agent. Um, yeah. So. I'm excited to actually see this storyline play out because for like I told you guys for a long time, we had certain we only had limited amount of movies that were uh, comic book movies. And we right. never thought we get to see some of these biggest storylines that we read actually right. get put in the movies and on TV. So I'm very excited to see how this plays out because um, spoiler alert, alert for anybody who hasn't read that 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 series. U.S. agent goes through a lot of stuff and ultimately mm -hmm. becomes a hero again, actually joins the West Coast Avengers at some point. Like, so I'm very interested to see how they redeem this character or if they're even going to follow that storyline. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I mean, I don't know. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm, I would much <laughs> rather see an origin story for Isaiah Bradley uh, mm-hmm. than I would to see another, another, um, uh, when uh, another Captain America esque type of character. But I do think it is at least worth exploring the plight of somebody because I mean, look, at the end of the day, they're not just trying to make this a white black issue. Because you see, they have strategically surrounded him with people of color. Like you recall, his best friend is a black guy, and Lamar we Hos- Lamar is Hoskins. Lamar, Lamar Hoskins, yes. Yeah. And his wife uh, appears to be a young lady of color. Of color as well. Yeah. Who we met uh, when we were introduced uh, to one countess, uh, who was quite revealing that they chose. <laughs> uh, I'm, so, I'm, I'm so happy. Uh, so happy to see her. Well, she killed Me too. It. She killed yeah, it. Yeah, this is a fascinating casting. I'm not going to lie, guys. I was not expecting <laughs> to see it. Elaine Bennis cast as the Countess. Uh, so we know one thing that she's sinister as fuck, but we also <laughs> yeah. know uh, yeah. that this is going to be the first Marvel villain that has terrible dancing skills. <laughs> uh, I hope that they allow us to take full advantage of her lack of ability to dance. Uh, and that hopefully is her superpower, because I would love to see that over and over again. But yeah, man, what do y'all think, man? Are you serious? Countess Van Val is freaking Elaine Bennis. Now, this is not the first time that this Countess has been cast. She actually had a quick cameo in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. series. But I don't know, man. Uh, this is who she is in the comics. Uh, I mean, I can see some resemblance. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Uh, Tyrone, I, I go I don't, I, I, <laughs> Tyrone, please make me feel better about this, bro. Yeah, no. I, I uh, so there's there's a lot of history here and there, and and there's some things that there are some aliases, for example, she's going by, which I won't even say here because it's such a big spoiler potentially. But um, let, let me just say that uh, there's a there's a lot of history there uh, uh, with this character, uh, with S.H.I.E.L.D., with other agencies that have been, you know, covert in the way they operate and stuff. Uh, so this there's a, there's some uh, Nick Fury uh, history here. Yep. So we mm-hmm. could very, very well what? get. Um, some... Wait, 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 are we talking David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about Nick Fury, period. Now, we're, oh, yeah. So we're like, yeah, we're looking like we, uh, you know, we're probably going to end up getting some really, really good. Um, I, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to be vague. Uh, we're we're going to, this, this reveal was huge in that uh, as far as world building. Like this is not gonna yes. be the first time, the last time we see her at all. Yes. And she's gonna, yeah. There's gonna be a lot of, uh, there's gonna be a lot of stuff happening. I would imagine that we're probably gonna see her a lot in, uh, in the whatever Nick Fury show, whenever that comes out. Yeah, I imagine she's and gonna I be a big part of that. I think she's gonna be more not the actual soldier that you see pictured there. It's gonna be more yeah. the bureaucrat politician mm-hmm. style behind the scenes, pu- um, puppet master kind of things. I think. Yeah, pulling um, the strings, that wanna, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think is gonna happen. I don't want to give away too much either, but. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. When I saw her, I'm like, okay, Marvel. That's, that's, I didn't see it coming that way with her being right. cast, but she did a great job. And that yeah, what, four minute scene, yeah. she killed who that character was supposed to be. Yeah, so and, I'm and, excited. Yeah. And, yeah, and also, person. like, you know, outside of outside of Elaine, like, if you've ever watched Veep, it's a hilarious show. She kills it. It's Amen. her, it's Julia Louis Dreyfus at her best. And, uh, and who knows? We might get a um, might get a Contessa uh, and Star Lord dance off. Maybe maybe that'll uh. be uh, maybe that'll be what ends up saving the universe. 
<laughs> yeah, you think? Oh my you think, god! You think that you think her, uh, Star Lord, and Groot will just kind of get together, do Red Rover? And my have money's a on Groot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My money's on Groot all day. Her group. presence was great. I love the confidence being a woman. How she came on, and like they kept trying to like, who are you? Like, what are you? T-? And she's like, here, read this card. And she just kept going <laughs> in like, right. I'm not the one. Do not right. even mm-hmm. think you're at my level. She came off so alpha. I I loved it because I I have that little, you know, side of me. But um, <laughs> I love Elaine since Seinfeld. I loved her in anything other. I lo- I watched a lot of the movies or shows that she's been in. The way she came off definitely was uh, the only way, way I saw her as Elaine was when she actually got to be in charge of the uh, publishing company when the boss took off on his uh, uh, retreat and left her in charge and she had the cigarette and she was charging everything and George got that Russian hat. So it was like, oh my God, they finally gave Elaine her part. But uh, <laughs> she came well, off so good. I want to see more. I want to I wanna know more about her. Now that I saw the costume and everything, now I'm like, oh, now I'm gonna have to look into this. Cause yeah. Good. Um, I didn't know. So well, this is really, really good. If you think about it, I mean, she came off kind of like, oh man, what's her name? The young lady who's the head of the Suicide Squad. Uh, um, Harley Quinn. No, 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 no. The black lady, Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller. Waller. Yeah, she has yeah. Waller vibes. Where she came. I mean, the first thing she says is like, "Oh, hey, don't worry. We know you killed that guy. You know that you yeah. all hate you for it. And by the way, uh, good thing you shot up that serum. Oh, yes, I know about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and, and like, like she's really she's reading him for his secrets out loud. Oh, and about that whole shield. Uh, don't worry, mm. here's a little secret. It's not <laughs> actually government property, which kind of fast forward and then you see at the very end of the, uh, uh, if you want, if in true Marvel style, uh, there are post credit scene yeah. in which uh, Cap M, uh, excuse me, Cap Zimmerman, or you know, no lip Cap, <laughs> as we call over here, uh, <laughs> is actually building a whole other shield. Uh, I don't know if that's vibranium or not. He got no. it, it, all I can no, think of was skip the not. whole bit. No. You skipped. You skipped an important. You skipped an a really important thing, and I gotta. I gotta uh, address it. Okay. The so we card. found out in this episode <laughs> that look, 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 look. So we found out in this episode that Miss Carter is actually a villain. Like yep. she set up Falcon to get killed by the same uh, dude uh, that he uh, jumped out of the plane uh, or was fighting in the plane yeah. in the first episode. Which That's is, John St. Pierre. Which, which is, is I think UFC his name is George. Fighter, which is the UFC fighter. Um, George uh, St. Pierre. George St. Pierre. Yeah. 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 So whoa, she, whoa, whoa, she, wait, wait. Huh? Is this confirmed? Oh, that's how I, I, I didn't, I didn't go there. She was on the phone. Yeah. The guy she was talking to was speaking French. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And then guess who shows up looking for Falcon? Talk about he just here to kill Falcon. Yeah. Yep. That, yeah, yep. absolutely. She is a villain now. Like, yeah. I, I, I and I, this could be a spoiler alert. I thought that she was uh power, oh power broker. Power, power broker. broker. That's I thought she was. Yeah. I thought she That'd was cool. too. I, I really think that's who she really is. Whoa, 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 So we're saying that we think on this panel that Sharon Carter set up, yeah, power broker, yeah, groundbreaking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We said that last week. No, we. Nah, nobody. Are you cheating on the show? 
How come every time I leave, you want another person's podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, talking about, about comic books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, Instagram uh, DM. <laughs> Who else is you fighting in, Mati? But um, nah, we didn't. I don't think we had that sentiment last week, did we? We didn't really think. I mean, I we gave out a lot of we I gave out a lot of scenarios. We gave out a lot of scenarios. Who how broker could be? But uh, I don't know if we if any of us suggested that it was her. I don't um, know. That's the rule that cool footage. That's four yeah. hour tape. Four hour tape. I don't know. Four hours. Yeah, that is true. Uh, well, I mean, uh, there there is a lot to unpack with that, uh, which does kind of get kicked off. I don't I don't know if if that's uh, uh, what we're going to end up with at the end of the day. Uh, a Sharon Carter villain. I'm pretty sure they're going to twist it somehow to where she was trying a to double agent. You know, she's trying yeah. to. It, there's a whole because remember Sharon Carter. Her whole thing was like, oh, you still believe in that red, white, and blue shit? You know, what I'm saying like, oh, you're still on the superhero train. I like yeah, it low key, she's low key running a whole organization though, and that, and that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and you and like when she went into that building that the uh, uh I think that was episode. Three, Three or three or four, where she was, you see her walking like through like a, it looks like like a maybe a tunnel or something, and you see yeah. armed guards. You like like aren't you know all of these armed armed people? I think she's somehow a leader of some type of either rebellion or some type oh. of organization because that that country that she lives in is like supposedly like the worst place to go. Like that's where all the criminals. Uh, you know, uh, Madripoor is that's yeah. where she's at, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah Madripoor is like you know mm-hmm. historically. I, I I think in the comic book uh realm is just like a a really uh, a place where all all bad guys go to just hang out and chill. I think even uh at one point I think uh Wolverine was yep. in Madripoor. It, Absolutely, it, yeah. So yep. so like this like this 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 is like yeah. If she, if she made the call and then George Saint Pierre shows up. Just and he's he's linked with Carly, which somehow she always knows where she's at, right? Um, and then he's all he's talking about is killing. I'm just here to kill Falcon, and she's like, "All right, well, you you get your chance." And like that's that to me after that conversation, like, and she didn't tell nobody else nothing. That's that that looks like she 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 uh made her decision. Hashtag prediction. So, like so you, there you go. There you go. So, so you, so Ty, you're saying that you think that it's possible that that Sharon Carter is the powerhouse. It is power broker. Power broker. I, uh, I think I, that. I, I don't think she's the power broker, but I, but I, but at, I, I think I don't know what role she's playing in this yet, and I'm not going to speculate. But I, 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 I don't. You're not, you're not going to speculate. You <laughs> not, 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 not as far as like I'm not going to go as far as saying she's the power broker. I just said she's running some type of organization. You know, what I mean, I don't know if she's the the power broker or or not. That's what I'm saying. I don't think she I is. I don't think she is. I but, think she um, knows. She I, if she's not power broker, she knows who power broker is. Mm-hmm. I can, oh, wow. I can, I could probably, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I could, so, I, yeah. So, but, 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 but we all agree. We're all in agreement. I mean, at least it sounds like you all are that that. Sharon Carter is, is not a good guy. Like she's officially she worked, old. She she's was, a not yeah. yeah. 
You you agree but with this too? Like, she's like she's like Ao and uh you know she's playing in Wonder Woman and uh you know. We'll oh, <laughs> she's a. You think she's a double agent? Yes, that's I what think you so, think. Yes. No. I think she's a double agent. Yeah, because if you think about it, she is with. She's somehow. This is all going to turn into when she started like linking up with Fury. Oh, you think so? You gotta think about it because, like, no matter what, she still links up with Fury. We haven't seen that part yet. That's true. Yeah. So, 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 like, so the power broker could be Fury. We don't know. Oh my God! No, you don't think the power broker is Ultron? Uh, yes. He's not, he's not in this episode right now, but he will be. He'll be making a, a a fast recovery. Watch, watch. Just wait. The shit's gonna happen. I'm confused by that though, Yaz. What? Where would? Where? Where's the logic in? If she's linking with 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 Fury, what would be the logic in well, she, trying to kill uh, Falcon? Well, she was saying that she's a double agent. You know what I'm right. saying, and 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 like like she's saying with old girl. So who's Fury sent her old- in to do the power broker shit to be the power broker minion. So that's she's playing the role right now. She's playing the double agent role right now. So like she could still be still working for Fury, but right now, like you know, what I'm saying as we're seeing is like you know she's still in works, obviously doing some conniving shit at Madripoor. You know what I'm saying? So I that's like I feel like that's. But that's why she went there. You know what I'm saying? To like infiltrate that place, to like figure out who that person was. Cause like Fury knows everyone's fucking business. He knows everyone's fucking yeah. secrets. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and he's always got someone in some shit. You gotta think about that. That's Fury's fucking MO. Somebody is in somebody's shit and he's gonna find out about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's just one of his minions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What, what, now, now, Ty, I, I, I like you, I'm skeptical of of this notion but it does make me think that they're gonna do that thing where it appears that she's a villain but overall she's infiltrating and she's playing both sides mm-hmm. for the good side you know what right. i'm saying like I, I get that sense that she's like oh no i was calling him and put him all in place so that agents of <laughs> could come by you know what i'm saying like i don't think that i get this the the, the what we call in the comedy universe i get the sense of a of a misdirection here um and we're we're being led this way and we're and it's going to end up another way what's up my team no that's exactly it oh, yeah uh, Monty was doing sleight of hand yeah oh, she- <laughs> watching this you don't see what this is because you know it's out there so. that's basically what it is yeah i see that uh Monty, a lego maniac and magician uh in the moonlighting phase um so i'm just i'm just like loving the fact that we now are having an entanglement frankly with the characters on Falcon and Winter Soldier, we're given what appears to be in the beginning a hero, right? And then the hero turns out to be uh, what looks like he's gonna be a villain. We're given a villain who's starting to look more and more like they're her own version of a hero, you know? And that's what makes this show so dope. There is no real ability to just definitively define people as good or bad, which is the way that the world is. You know, people aren't always just good and bad. There mm-hmm. is always layers, right, Tyrone? You don't mm-hmm. always just say, well, listen, um, um, police, they're bad in general. Well, some people think that, but the fact of the matter is it's a little deeper than that. You know what I mean, right? Like, it, it's not always cut and dry. And I think that's what Falcon and Winter Soldier is tapping into, Tyrone. Yeah, with this show, I, I think so many people are operating in the gray area, whether it's Sharon Carter, whether it's Falcon, Bucky, everybody's just kind of operating in this gray area. The people who aren't, are the people like Zemo and on the other side you have John Walker who you know uh those like John Walker is is the radical here 
You know what I mean? Like he's the guy who's out here just, you know, just killing folks for for no reason. You know what I mean? But but with what he feels to be a righteous cause. But it's clear that it's not. Uh, but everybody else just, you know, they're everybody else is working based on their circumstances. Sharon right. Carter, uh, she she was on the right. run because she did something for the right reasons and ended up, you know, becoming branded a criminal for it. Uh, yeah. You know, Bucky is somebody who, like you touched on earlier, you know, has 90 years worth of just atrocities that that he's had, you know, kind of under his belt. And he's dealing with that and, you know, and still kind of operating as, you know, a free agent. So that's the it's one of the strengths of the show, without a doubt, that uh, that there is no clear line between, you know, kind of good and bad instead of instead of good and bad. They're kind of talking about right and wrong. Like, are you are you doing something that's right, even though it may not be legal or it may not be, uh, you know, or maybe frowned upon? It could still be right. You know what I mean? And 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 that's kind of what they're messing with. And I think that's the absolute strength of this show. And you know I what, Vince? That, to, to, to pick, just to piggyback off what Todd just said, that a a a a a really good example of that was when uh, No Lip Cat was talking to Lamar's family, mm-hmm. and yep. the response that he got from the mother and father, but then the response That's he got from the sister, because the sister looked at him like, Are "You lying." Yep. Like, yeah, like, you can tell she looked at him like. Yep. Sideways. Like, this, this, little act, this little mm-hmm. act you putting on right now, like yo, like yeah, I know you, you know you know you rock with my brother and all of that, but I don't believe all of this you talking about. You 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 killed the person that killed him. Right. So so that exactly to the, to the point that you just made, Todd. That is that that is that two perspective. They give you that, yeah. that one perspective and then give you the other perspective and just yep. put it in the, on the same plate and let you digest it however yep. you want to digest it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's really fun. Well, well, I mean, that's what makes it so watchable is not having those got those lines drawn and just being able to be like, oh, you know, well, obviously, uh, you know, Zod is the bad guy and Superman is the good guy. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, the Joker is the bad guy, and you know, what I'm saying we're like, all right, well, I kind of see what <laughs> uh, you know, more uh, Carly's saying here. You know, what I'm saying she's kind of like, like, kill you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I kind of get Zemo. I mean, the dude is not just some evil dude. I mean, he he lost his. He's, he's speaking up for the regular non-injected with super serum folks mm-hmm. who don't want to see a world of super soldiers that could easily kill you and forget that you even existed. You know what I'm saying? Like they dropped a city on his city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and, and then, forgot about it. You know? yeah. and, then, and didn't even clean up. Like <laughs> they, didn't clean up. they didn't even go back to visit. You know what I'm saying? Well, they didn't well, know and, nothing, right, Tyrone? Yeah, and here's right. something else. Like, like we, you know, we've been given we've been giving John Walker a hard time this whole time, right? And I've been really hard on this dude. He had his best moment in this episode where he was uh, talking at that like at that hearing, and he was like, "You made me. I'm I am what yeah. you built." You know what I mean? And that that was that was a huge moment too because what it's what what it's doing again is it's it's not just showing this guy as oh he's an he's an evil villain. He's also in a in a way sort of a victim of circumstance. Right. So while and while he. You know, while he doesn't do much to redeem himself, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't make himself a a redeemable character in a lot of ways, but he just, you know, he looked at all these dudes and he was like, this is exactly what you asked for. And now that you got it now, I'm, you know, now I'm the one that's wrong. Like now you want to turn your back on me. So, you know, this is that was a direct uh, a direct criticism of 
quote the system. You know what I mean? And and that's right. that was a great moment, great John Walker moment. Uh, I just want to give him you know his dues uh, in this moment uh, oh before God, you know. Before... Giving out flowers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> everybody gets flowers today. Where's everybody? Yeah. Everybody, you get a flower. You get a flower. Like, yeah, rest in peace, Dano. Rest in peace, man. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh my God! I feel you, dog. No, it was. It was. Oh, no, it was just. A, it was a great moment, uh, and and I think that they've just been. They've done such a great job, really. Just uh, you know, making it hard for us to just say, "Oh, this person's the the bad person. This person's the good man. person." And you know, we we didn't think that we'd be talking this deeply about this show. We thought we'd be like, "Oh yeah, you see when he punched this guy and that guy." You right. know, we're not talking about all the action. We're not talking about this stuff. We're talking about deep layers here and yeah I, I can't believe marvel keeps doing it like this i mean but it's so consistent isn't it because i mean yes. we, have, we, yes. we like we like we like loki we like thanos a little bit <laughs> you know what i mean like we like like all the villains that we've been getting we we they have likability it's like yeah. yo you like you're like you you it's not like the joke you're like <laughs> he's crazy like you know <laughs> he's crazy we just like heath ledger's playing him but like he he's crazy he's doing crazy shit these yep. guys are actually doing calculated. They're making calculated moves. Like this is dope, man. This yep. is yeah. This yeah, is dope. well. I don't. Well, a couple of things before we kind of get off of this real quick. Um, so we low key met two new characters these last couple episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, we low key met two new characters. One of which we've already discussed, and, and that is Countessa uh, Val, as we'll call her. And another one, I don't know if y'all peeped this or not, but we may have low key been been introduced to a member of the Young Avengers oh, uh, in this last episode. Uh, did you all peep the young man who was guarding Isaiah Walker's house? Yeah. Uh, this young yeah. man who we may be looking at the Patriot possibly mm -hmm. in these upcoming series uh which as you all know they are in in talks of developing an actual young avengers series or movie or something of that sort and it does appear that they have given this young man an introduction kind of the same way they gave monica rambo an introduction mm -hmm. and are just putting him on the screen so you're like oh i remember that dude and oh, uh, he was in Falcon and Winter Soldier, but he's in the developmental phase now. James, as a comic book reader, you're familiar with the Patriot, probably. Uh, did you do you did did you pick up on them introducing us uh, to a young John Walker? Uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Bradley uh, in this uh, episode. Yes. I would say yes because for some reason they kept giving this young man lines, right? Like, and they right. didn't have to. Like, kept right. going back to this young man over and over again. Whenever they go talk to Isaiah, they would give the kid lines where he didn't even need to be there for the scene. So mm -hmm. I keep thinking they're doing it for a reason. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't know uh, if you guys are familiar with the with the event with the uh, with the young Avengers, but I can say this: this series is giving me this whole different vibe when I look at the Stars and Stripes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're getting all these characters that are representing the United States. Am, am I tripping? Like, we basically no. have uh, a, a black man who is living in the shadow of 
America's most finest symbol when it comes to the shield. We have another man who is representing the shield. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, the shield in a way that we don't necessarily want to portray it, but it's very representative of the way it's been, you know, because we can sit here and, oh, USA, USA, oh, support the troops. But a lot of us don't see that footage of when these Navy SEALs go into that, in, in, into you know, into a caliphate and, and have to pop somebody in the eye or have to kill a kid before he sets off a bomb. Like we don't get to see that. All we see is them come back home and we say, thank you for your service. But we don't realize the trauma that they that they have uh, that goes along with it. But we also see uh, how it was for an older generation and how you go and you serve in the Tuskegee Air as a Tuskegee Airman. And he was talking about the 332 flights and this, that and the third. And you come back and there's crosses burning in the yard. But mm -hmm. then we're also now met with new 2021 black man who is not necessarily a victim of the Jim Crow. I mean, he is obviously by legacy and by history, but not a direct uh, uh, victim of uh, of slavery and, and, and Jim Crow. It is indirectly, but not direct, who is now trying to wrestle with, do I belong here? Do I, should I, should I really hold up a flag that, 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 that doesn't let people uh, 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 play in the NFL because they kneel for police brutality and awareness? Or, or should I be like, nah, man, I'm going to go ahead and try to change these colors and what they represent by holding up this flag? I don't know, man. There's so many different layers. And Talim, I know you, you typically agree with me on these type of things. I think that this is going to make it a little harder for folks who are like avid, avid, like, you know, activists to really hate the representation of Captain America as the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, you know, uh, or, you know, that, that uh, what did, what did Isaiah Bradley call him? He's like, you over there with that white man's shield, you feeling like you all that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like they're, they're bending, they're, they're breaking that down. I'm going to keep it real. I was never a fan of Captain America for that reason exactly. I was like, yo, fuck this guy. You know what I'm saying? Who the fuck is you? Like, you, okay, so you got a, a red, white, and blue shield? Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, eh? That's why I was always like a Spider-Man dude, because he was like a low-key dude. He was like a white hood rat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he's so he rides He don't know his mom. He don't know his dad. You know what I mean? And then he, he's a geek. He gets picked on, and he ends up with powers. Not Captain America. He's a little scrawny dude running to fight. You know, oh, I can do this all day. And now he's like Captain America. But but like Captain America is the earth. story of the underdog. That's why he was such a good character to me. Like, even as a black dude, because he was a scrawny guy, like you said, who didn't he, he grew up feel, knowing what it felt like to be the weaker person. He grew up knowing what it was like to be an outsider made fun of. So I love that storyline for him when he became um, he was given powers, but he used them the right way. So I was always a huge Captain America fan, always a huge Avengers fan because of that. Um, and you got you to gotta think back, too. Captain America was given a black partner when that wasn't a cool thing to do back in the days of the comics. Yep. This is true. Mm -hmm. this is yeah, true. I mean, I, I mean that, it, that wasn't the hot thing to do. So I do think creators, and I'm talking about whether you do music, whether you create comic books or movies, whatnot, I think we always tend to be what I guess, quote unquote, a little bit more liberal or a little bit more forward thinking when it comes to dealing with people of color. So that's not a surprise to me that they did that, but I'm just saying that's why I like Captain America back in the day. And you know what? You know what, Vince? To like with with that's the thing about Kevin Feige. I think he's really he's really fully aware of that whole you know concept. The 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 thing about and 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 just to 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 touch on what um, James just said, the thing that that they elaborated on in this 
uh, uh, um, episodic series of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was that power makes you um, an enhanced version of who you truly are. When we saw Cap and the development from him becoming that little scrawny guy to Cap, we saw a guy that was just like honorable, like he jump on a bomb yeah, and save yeah. everybody, like if he yeah. could, like he he was that guy before the power. So the power just made him more of a stand up guy. Kevin Feige is going through the 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 transitions of what the 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 shield means and what it can mean, but now what the representation of the shield means, like so, who's representing the shield at the time? is is kind of more dictating what people look at the shield as meaning so right. if sam is out here doing everything on a solid stand standing then the shield the representation of the shield becomes different than right. you no lip cap going out here right. banging somebody's head in on the pavement in front of 200 people with with cameras you know right. what i'm saying that and that's that's where i love how he's doing it because you see that that whole transition from good, bad, ugly to, you know, back to justice, liberty, you know what I'm saying? Freedom, the things that Sam is trying to, you know, fight for. Yeah, I'm going to drop 10 seconds of a quick poetry knowledge on y'all real quick. Hold up. Ooh. All right. So Steve Rogers represents what we thought America was. Ooh. Sam Wilson will represent what we hope America will be. Okay. Gotcha. You know what? Oh, bar. Bar. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Tyrone will be slinging Bars. his incense after the show. Uh, <laughs> if y'all want to join me for some bean sodas after the after the show, <laughs> come on, yeah. Wow. Come hook it up. Come hook it up. Tyrone's gonna be that. selling. He's gonna be selling bow ties and bean pies. And his mixed acapella CD. Uh, yeah. in white, white black struggle. MC uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, get your incense and handmade soap from Tyrone after the show. Uh, real quick, yeah. before we go any further, guys. Unfortunately, our boy James has to go and do yeah, like man. real people things, you know. <laughs> so, thank you so much, Brad, for Yo, joining us. Come back, James. Oh, I'll please, please, please. Can I? Can I just say, man, I, what you guys are doing. I am absolutely a fan of because when I was coming up, there was a lot of people of color really right. into the same things I was into, man. I was kind of one of the outliers, man. I right, guess you right. guys were too. So to see y'all come together and the blurred movement, man, warms my old heart. I love everything that y'all do. I love each and every one of you, man. Yas, I'm still a little scared of you. You're a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> Like she, I always figured when she spends her day cleaning her gun all day, like, yeah, I wish a motherfucker would. Not your baby girl. Not Mom, I get it. You got bail money for her. I get it. Understand? <laughs> Understand. Listen, let's, oh. let's put this on record. Okay. I have yeah. never been arrested. I, um, I don't have a criminal record. Okay. okay. But that just means you ain't got caught. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, I love everything y'all do, man. I think it's so important, Vince. The movement that you started, man. Um, 
everything you do, man, I just think it, we should all just put it out there as much as we possibly can. Anything mm-hmm. I can do to help you all, please let me know. You guys are amazing, and I love watching you, so c- please give it the good work. Yo, thank you so thank much, you James. Much love, James. Y'all, please make sure y'all check James out on Afrotainment. Uh, go follow that page, as a matter of fact. Please, please follow might, Afro. You might see some people you recognize, uh, yeah. you know, that may have that may or may not have been on that show. Yes, uh, there, was a very, there was a there was a very funny funny young man that was dressed like Vagger Bants. Hey, 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 household name yet and the way that comedy works for us is you got to have a credit and basically what a credit Mm -hmm. means is something from a national platform whether it be a nationally syndicated radio show or a tv show so what i'm hoping to god that i get to do is provide opportunities for people that i know that are funny so they can get that credit they need so they can go work all the clubs and theaters they want to work provide for their families and just get to that next level so that's what that show funny not famous is man so it's on xfinity comcast channel 1623 it's also I didn't tell you this, Vince, but it got added to a channel that Comcast created themselves called Black Excellence. And it's channel 1622. There's only two shows from Afro out of all our shows that are on that channel. And that's Afro Jams with Mr. Sandra Lewis from The Voice. She does her live concerts. And it's also Funny Not Famous. So, man, we trying to do things out here to give our people opportunities. So thank you. Thank you. Thank Yo, you, man. Thank you, James. Yes. Hey, let's give a, let's uh, let's give James his flowers while he's here. Yes, <laughs> all the flowers. Let's do that, man. Flowers. Thank let's you, do that. Yeah, Yo, man. James. Since you asking what you could do, man, uh, holler at that dude in the screen next to you, man. You know, I you know I think he's kind of funny. You know, we'll see. You know, well, it's funny because me and Tyrone got a pass, man. Like, yeah. this ain't my first time just meeting him. Like, nah, we <laughs> we go back a little bit, man. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been, he has been a guest on the lowdown, so yeah, man. We it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna yeah, be talking to you soon, Tyrone. I, I, you know that. You know I Absolutely. got Absolutely. You know I'm there. All right. To, you know, I ain't trying to, you know, <laughs> put you in no awkward situation. But hey, can we put Tyrone on the show? We don't say Tyrone, <laughs> light-skinned people got to stick together. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's just you, me, and Drake. That's it. <laughs> and everybody That's else it. on this panel. I'm like, I feel like Wesley Snipes of this panel. Like, so- <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, guys, yo, make oh sure y'all God. check James out, man. James, thank thanks so much so for much. joining us, man. Yes. We're going to let you enjoy the rest of your day, man. Make sure y'all follow James Yon. He is on Facebook, Instagram, Christian Mingle, everything you could think of. <laughs> and he will be on every Tuesday. You can catch Funny Not Famous live on the Afrotainment channel which is also uh streamed live on facebook live so we just want to big up thing uh james for giving us comics somewhere to have an end game ha 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 like yes. i did that i just put the end game with, the marvel with a segue segue king you know what i'm saying what's yeah. up my team nothing you said end game i got my thing on oh <laughs> well thanks <laughs> very much uh, it's funny because uh, uh, we we've been t- talking this whole time about the Falcon and Winter Soldier as we should have been, mm-hmm. and you know we still don't know who the power broker is. Uh, we still don't know whether I mean obviously it's pretty clear that now they definitely killed uh, Eddie Ho- uh, Eddie Hoskins uh, Lamar Hoskins. Is it clear? Uh, I it feels you like you know how Marvel do. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> we, you never like, saw, like, we never saw we never saw funeral. See. We never yeah, saw we, his body. Yeah, it's we COVID. did. They can only have so many people come. 
It could be. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Look, but we go ahead, go ahead, man. We might see that 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 agency that just gave old boy the card. They got. They like yo. And don't. Hey, by the way, we got Lamar's body. He's right. okay. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what I was getting at. Is that do we really know for sure? You know. And also a couple questions that are lingering that I'm hoping the job can help me with. Uh, so Countess, she gave. Uh, no lip, a card with nothing on it. <laughs> it was a black Tyrone. card on the back, black and white card. card. <laughs> right. Oh, I thought she meant like a credit card. What? What? What's? What is that all about? Somebody, just anybody, just tell me what the hell was going on there. Uh, the way I the way I read it was uh, in that moment, she's just saying, "You don't get to contact me. You right. don't get the information. You don't get to know what I'm about until I want you to know that information." So, and that's why she was right. like, "The the set that's the second best decision you made was blah blah blah." Oh, was marrying this woman. The first, the first best decision is when, when you pick up the phone when I call you, and mm-hmm. that's that was that was a power move. That hand handing them that card like that was an absolute power move. Just saying, look, I run this show. When I call you, be ready. Right. So you don't think, you don't think that that card was like some James Bond tech? Like there's some some sort of nanotech inside that card where no. like you put it in some certain elevator and all of a sudden like this hologram of she was of, like uh, you're my bitch you wait for me to call <laughs> you first thing was answering the damn phone call and yep. marrying your wife first thing yep. like hey, she but was you see the little side look she gave to the wife she was like right. um she yeah, was like, oh, Mary, there you go. Uh, she did one <laughs> of them. And the wife's like, like looking at it like, like I don't get it. Yeah, she was just like she was running everything. That's why. And even when she addressed, when she addressed, uh, I wish I knew her name. When she addressed uh, John Walker's wife, what, on her time, she was like, "Oh, hey, how you doing?" Like, but just when she was ready to address, it, you know what I mean. So this is like she was just over there, just running things, just saying like, "Look, this is." I have the knowledge. I have the power. Be ready when I call you. And exactly. uh, yeah, that was uh, I, that few minutes that she got on screen. She ate it up. She ate all of it up. She so, pulled so, a Puerto Rican preparate moment. That's what that was. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, <laughs> let me get the so, let me get the subtitles uh, up and running here, man. So, what what did you say? The the Puerto Rican uh, panko de cho- what is it? Panko de chiquila. What is it? Preparate. Pre- oh, re- get ready. Get ready. Get ready. You heard those words. From your mother, from your auntie, from any female, that meant if you screwed up, oh, you're gonna feel it. Oh, Big like uh, whether it I was like, your woman who said it, your mama who said it, your cousin who said it, if she said to you, prepárate, that means oh, when this is all over and we're behind closed doors, oh, it's coming. Oh, be ready. That's that basically what comes ready. off the foot is what she's trying to say. Okay, all right. I used to get be that ready. Oh wow! She's already got it. In the <laughs> She's taking the the chocolates out the holster already this early in the day. Um, yeah, we used to get that, uh, but I would get it when I was in the pews at church for my mom in the choir, like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like her make those faces at church. No, no lie, Vince. I literally saw some some uh, old black man in a like one of those um, little Segway little wheelchair things yesterday in Walmart. And uh, no lie, he was screaming at these two black kids like, "Get your ass over And like, literally, and like, he, the kids were just not listening to him. And like, there was like twenty people all around him, like trying to get food from the deli. And they're all just like watching these kids just fuck with this old man because you can't chase after them, of course. And they're just running around all the all the produce and all. And he 
was like, get your fucking ass over here, mom. I'm going to beat your ass. Like, Austin and I were dying. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, see, if that's where it went wrong. If that was a Spanish mom, she just had to look at your ass wrong, and you'd be like, Hey, so you, so so yeah, don't get it, you still got to go home in the car with that parent you just pissed off. Yo, she and when was they get home, that's oh, it. Hey, I, hey, I got to see that again. Yes, how you did it? Yeah, how they do it? Yeah. Anyway, he's like, get your fucking ass. <laughs> 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 it was, yo, you, he had no mask on. Like, you just see him <laughs> mouth. Like, he was trying to be quiet, but he was like, get your fucking ass over here. Like, he's like, trying to stand up and like, swing at them. Oh, my God, it was too I was fucking dying. Oh, I don't know why. This funny. too much, yeah. too much i was like damn those kids are gonna get an ass when they get in that car yo like for real i was like that old man about to snatch the ass up and then i started having visions of like this old man on this like you know little this wheelchair thing and him running the kids over you know what i'm saying like i told you get your ass over here like, i so mad at these kids dog it was fucking priceless oh my god First of all, uh, <laughs> whenever you get yelled at by somebody who don't open their teeth, it's going down for real. Like, yeah. hey, yo, that's literally, oh my God, yo, this lady was like, I can't stop looking at his face when he yells. Like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, Ty, yo, bad time. Could you imagine if their granddaddy was Isaiah Bradley? And oh, like, no. he looked like Isaiah, no lie, in the wheelchair thing, just screaming just, at these just, little kids, dog. It was so accident. And I literally, like, I literally was just about to watch the episode and I paused it and was like, all right, let me go to Walmart. Let me get some dinner and stuff. And then I get back, and that's what I I was like, no, it was Isaiah in a wheelchair without the juice. Oh my God. Yeah. Yo, without the juice. Isaiah, Isaiah is too woke. Isaiah is so woke. Isaiah be like, I'm not going in no white man's. I'll be damned. I mean, yo, he got every right to feel bitter, but he's like, yo, the every right. And he, but he's like, yo, he's I, I don't mm-hmm. think he even leaves the house. I don't yeah. think Isaiah uh, Isaiah Bradley leaves the house no, no more. No, he doesn't he doesn't have coffee creamer in the house or anything like that. No, he doesn't <laughs> hey, have yo, no, hey, no yo, vanilla ice cream, when, nothing. Did you did you see when Sam said <laughs> I, I I could tell people I we need to tell people I, I know people. Isaiah, Isaiah's eyes changed like he was a runaway saying, don't you tell. It literally he turned into one of them situations. He was like, no. Right. I, <laughs> leave me dead. They found me to kill me. They found me to kill it literally was better than both. Oh my god! Oh my god! I was like, "Oh man!" He's like, "You don't know." You're telling me, like, I'm dead. I just want to stay dead. Oh my god! Isaiah was having no parts to that. Like, yo, he did. He did. He was like, he's like, "Don't you go tell Mouse I was out here." Tell him. Don't you do it. You should have told those people at the bank to do people. Yeah, they, did they help you? No, they didn't. They oh kill my me God. For sure. the re- oh, it's too real, bro. That is too done. real. Isaiah that is not playing. Real. That is way too real. Yeah, you know he ain't doing nothing by 
sending uh young justice uh mr uh patriot out there hey go get me a pack of cools uh from the <laughs> from, from the uh the Dwayne reed up the street you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh but nah man i mean i think that it is interesting that that we had this whole character arc and marvel is clearly doing big things with this man uh this was a good episode i loved it uh we did also learn this week uh that in the world of marvel there are traitors since we're talking about double agents we basically rarely touched the fact that we didn't even recognize ao in the wonder woman outfit this past week which well, i think it was the hair it was the, the hair yeah hair. yeah yeah the whole hair thing well i mean and, and hold on hold on it's the band her forehead is covered up that's why y'all didn't recognize her don't be don't be oh, don't be lying too. it's you the, think band. It's the band? Yes, oh, if you could take the band off, you would have been like, oh, that's Ayo. Hey, hey, I see you. You're the only black I, woman in the Wonder Woman crew. What's up? <laughs> I frankly think that we wouldn't have, I mean, because before Ayo got her speaking roles in this series, I mean, we saw her, but we didn't see her, right? Like, she was, like, background. That's but true. now we're actually giving her, I mean, even though she's been there from the start, like, she was in You're Civil right. War. Right. Okay, so no, I love that scene. Yeah. Do you, you know, do you know who I want to see more of? The bitch that picked up the shield and then had to throw it down in anger, like I'll give back the motherfucking shield then. Bro, like for real, that shit was gangster. Like she was just like, This my shield. And like the way she wielded that bitch, like, yo, I want to see her holding the shield as uh, you know, Mrs. A, Mrs. Wakanda, not Mrs. America. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, that shit was yeah. dope. That is, that is a good point. Like, baby girl that had the shield at the end when she, like, kicked it up like it was a skateboard. Hey, like a skateboard, you know like, saying? boom. Like, it was no big deal. And, I mean, she, she I mean, she, you know, with the whole tatted on the face and everything, like, I think that there may be something there. You might be right. Like, maybe, I mean, there, I don't know if you heard this. I, this this wasn't on the, on the docket, but there has been talks about a Wakandan-based series on Disney mm-hmm. Plus soon yeah. to set sale um not one based on black panther but just based on the concept of the city wakanda which we've already established on this show wakanda is its own character in itself so there's so much to choose from when it comes to choosing who could be the prominent characters and maybe you're right yes maybe this could be one of the prominent characters but that i mean they you know marvel's chooses very carefully who gets screen time and oh, oftentimes yeah. the folks who dig screen do get do get chosen for screen time you end up seeing them later because they know they can refer back to them uh, uh a little later on in the series which is why it was so dope to see them get they shine like they actually were were celebrated getting right? their flowers as good ty would say <laughs> and we even got to see how they trained this week which is 100 percent real like somebody might be thinking oh they stunt doubles like no 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 these ladies ain't playing these ain't just drum majors from the FAMU Marching 100. These ladies are martial artists in real life. At least they have this type of training that they can showcase in real life with or without the hair, which I'm still wondering, are they really bald? Or is that no, like a bald- No, they're wearing a wig. They're wearing a wig hat. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, oh, so, so these pictures in which we see them That's or, or whatever hair. they're doing these joints on the screen, they're, they're actually really just putting on wave caps? No, no, no. That's their real hair. I'm talking about when they're when they're on screen to do the Wakanda shit. You, I mean, you, you got to think about it. Like, how long is our it takes for our hair to grow? They're not gonna fucking shave all their yeah, hair. Literally, they could just put on green caps. Right. That's what I'm saying. They're just they're putting on like think of it like a swimmer's cap, and they just like you know it's perfectly painted to match your skin tone. You know what I'm saying? That, like that it's, makeup it's, is if that's makeup, <laughs> then it is. 
it well, is amazing. Well, then, yeah, like uh, you literally, you think about how these women put on those freaking lace, you know what I'm saying, frontals, and it looks like their real hair. You know what I'm saying? It's the same concept, just like you know, with the latex. Like, look at that. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, vision. It's not. He's not really bald, is he? No, he's wearing a fucking cap, right? Yeah, but we. It's well, a little easier to tell uh, with yeah, vision. Yeah, but vision has <laughs> like super thin hair, and they, if their hair is even as long as mine, which it goes to the middle of my back. That's a lot of um that's years. Rap. Yeah, yeah this but, is years. It took me 10 years Lily, to get back. Lily, all they do, Vinny, is they put on they probably put on those green caps and just like yeah. the green screen, you know what I'm saying? They just CGI whatever they put on, you know, yeah. whatever they want. You remember, you remember how on. those pictures look of um Zoe Zeldana when she's like in the avatar suit and she looks all fucking crazy with the dots and shit on her face, you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. probably what they're they put like those dots and shit on, you know, like their head and they got a green screen on, and you know it, that's how they get all that shit on there. Like that's that's how they get that shit to work. If you, you know have her in a side profile and you saw her cranium and the shape of it, you can see where you would have space. For yeah. someone very padded down hair, and they could just put a skull cap and just oh make my sure God. a flesh yeah, color. Did you see the scalp condoms? <laughs> Gregory, yo, that was great. That was fucking great. Ain't nobody giving lace fronts flower in the street. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny as shit no but for real though like um they all they have to do is just get like a wig cap and some makeup i mean think of, think about prosthetics when they do prosthetics on certain people you know what i'm saying and like they, it's it's makeup that covers up where the line is at you know what i'm saying like they they literally like they make it so pristine and and like smooth that it's like it's just makeup that's that covers where the money went to because remember what Russo said, that this was one of the mostly high um, expensive shows that they had. <laughs> so that's probably where a lot of it went to, was to cover up the hair. <laughs> Uh, I think some of it went to that echo in your in your audio. Uh, uh, yo, it, it's uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, my bad. You know, the funny thing uh, I I keep saying was funny, but we we're, we're talking about. And by the way, was you was was yet was Mati on that episode with Russo? I don't think she was right. So she's just paying attention. No. Yeah, we yeah. gotta love Mati and all I'm of the shows. Watching. As oh, okay, thank you, uh, 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 brother. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna. Big I was gonna say. Uh, I was gonna say. Uh, damn, I can't remember his name. But power oh, boy, that's, the power broker. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, fuck. It, it's too late. The joke is gone. Uh, you know how that goes. <laughs> I got know. it without you even saying it. Tyrone yeah. is on it. He's on it. <laughs> but, but yo, we're talking about double agents and stuff like that. So we see her working, and she's basically getting a recurring role. She's probably gonna be back for um, whatever Wakandan series this is, which I, I think so. is pretty dope. Uh, just to kind of switch subjects real quick. Uh, before we get into uh, 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 closing up, uh, it was announced this week, uh, or at least it has recently been been confirmed that uh, in the world of Marvel and Spider-Man, that Alfred Molina is 100 percent going to be in the Spider-Man Far From Home movie, which for me gives me life because now we know for 100 percent a fact that there is a real live Spider-Verse thing going on. I know we speculated on this, so we ain't going to spend too much time on it, but I just thought it was cool that he actually came out and said something about it. He says, when we were shooting it, we were under orders not to talk about it, but because it was supposed to be some sort of big secret, you know? You know, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to practice my little, my little uh, British <laughs> accent. Uh, but, you know, it's all over the internet, so I actually describe myself as the worst kept secret 
in Hollywood. I'm ready, man. I'm ready to see this movie, and I hope it, it, it delivers, especially since it is actually only coming out in theaters. Thank you so much for those that also agree with me. Uh, Sorry, any thought? You got to leave your house. Yeah, well, you don't have to. You oh, can no. stay home. Oh no, we, young, young lady, we've we've already discussed this. <laughs> we've already discussed this. I no, I, I do not. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ty's gonna. He said, Ty, young lady, we have already discussed this. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to ninety. I'm going to ninety. So I'm gonna go up to ninety inches. So like, shit. I'm. I'm if I if, look. If that ain't if that ain't big screen enough, I don't know what else is. God forget, God forbid, the day I pass away and have to have a funeral. If it's not available via Fire Stick, Ty ain't gonna make it. <laughs> no. Hey, but no lie, if if you do a Viking funeral, I'm sure because they have those available now in Maine. By the way, if, in case yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure he would show up for that shit because you know social distancing and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hell nah, yeah. like I gotta see that nigga burn. Now, yes, because they go, they gonna bury me in the ocean. You know what I'm saying? Like my ancestors. Technically, you ain't gonna be buried, dog. You're gonna be, you're gonna be okay. like, you know, you're gonna be sprinkled in them, bitches. All them, all them, you know, the little, little ashes from your body. I hope not. I hope not. Well, uh, well, Tyrone, uh, excuse me, Tyrone. I don't know if you got a chance to check this out, but Ty, uh, bad, bad Ty, uh, wanted to discuss uh, this show that came out this week um, called The Nevers. Has anybody mm -hmm. here had a chance to check out The Nevers? Did y'all get a chance to check that out? The Nevers yeah. came out. Ah, uh, did you get a chance to look at it, Tyrone? I did. Yes. Yep. All right. Is everybody on the panel seeing The Nevers? Okay, do we have any collective thoughts? Uh I, I'll I'll start. Um right. uh I was gonna say we went back to Bucky. Uh I I'm not mad at it. Okay. I'm not okay. completely infatuated with it just yet. Uh just to kind of preface this for those of y'all who don't know or haven't heard of it, it debuted on HBO Max. Uh, they're saying that it's had the best ever debut for an HBO Max original series, which at first glance, you're like, oh, that's cool. And it is, even though there's a typo in this, uh, Joss Wheaton, who gave us the original Justice League, um, is, 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 is uh, uh, his creation. Um, the only issue I have with this is that the other original series on HBO Max that I loved the most was Lovecraft Country, which I'm hoping Yaz has had an opportunity to watch. And if you haven't, then you need to, and we need to discuss that because it literally next is week. like the dopest show next on week. HBO Max. Okay, yeah, next week. HBO Max. I promise. Is that on HBO Max? No, yes. no. What I, no, it's on HBO Max. I just think that when it initially came out, it was an HBO original, not an HBO Max original. I know it's crazy, but I think that's why they're saying what they're saying. Like, since the <laughs> Since the inception of of HBO Max, it looks like this might that that's what they're comparing it to. They're not really comparing it. Oh, to so let's because, discuss. Look, if they, think about it. If they did that, then they would be saying it's better than Boardwalk Empire. It's board, better than Sopranos, True Blood, all of oh, those things. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like no, that's so not. you so you so you think that so you think that it's actually more of HBO Max when it was 
like made into HBO Max. Not before was Lovecraft Country wasn't on HBO. It was a, it was a HBO no, no. Max. No, no, it would you could like uh, I guess now you could, but when we watched it, we watched it on HBO. Remember, I don't know if you remember that, but we watched it on HBO, it not HBO? HBO Max. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah, I thought HBO, HBO Max. Max formed like what? Not not that long ago, if I'm if I'm correct. Like right. So we're just we're just gonna put a listen. We're yeah. just gonna put a pause on this whole Lovecraft Country thing because TJ, Lisa, and myself, and possibly my mom have not seen it yet. So we're gonna come back yeah. to that next week. I know, John. No. Oh, you're gonna listen, need more than a week. I I don't need a week. I, How I, many I'm episodes? Watcher. Is I think it's How many ten episodes. I think, I think it's it was nine 10, or ten yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I'm not yeah, we, oh, we're here for that. We're here for that. We did a whole. Oh, listen, we, we did a whole series. We did a whole series. Did the whole series. Like in depth. Like in depth. Yo, Lovecraft Country is hands down the dopest black uh, 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 fantasy series. Period. So Ever. what's it about? Ever. Just like you know, just give us the plot. Ever. That's it. No, we're not to, telling to give you to give you plot would spoil the show. Yeah, um, we ain't telling y'all right, shit. Yeah, because because right. to, 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 to even break the ground in that realm. Next is week we'll cut that cake. Okay. <laughs> Look <week>. at my. <laughs> so so, but however, we can talk about the Nevers. Yes, which did come out a European based show with a Jamaican in it. Uh, don't ask me how that happened. Uh, because <laughs> like way back in like the steampunk days. Um, and we have in this show a character um, uh, 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 who is played. What's, what's this young lady's name? Um, uh, uh, shit. Damn it. I didn't do the shit. Is her name. I'm slacking on my homework. All I know is that Ty at one point in time said, yo, we could talk about her because she was in Jessica Jones, too. And I'm like, uh, No. I think this is who you're talking about. Yeah. And these two are not the same person. Um, Oh, so this actress was in my Outlanders. That's um, Jamie's sister. She plays a really good actress. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. No, they're not not related. Can we just go back? Did Ty just like completely just like throw out there that like all white women just look like right now? (laughs) (laughs) I just want to touch base on that because he was like, that looks good. The other actress, like no, that was, we not, was we not all just looking at that same picture? They don't look alike, bro. Does that they not don't look, look alike? Like. This woman has yeah. fair skin. Okay, she got red oh tones. Jessica oh, Jones wow. is fucking pasty as shit. They don't look wow. alike, bro. I mean, that's pictures. That's but that looks like the same woman. But no, my bad. no, no, nah. The bone yeah. structure is completely different. Jessica Jones has fatter cheeks. This woman has skinnier cheek, more defined cheekbones. Her nose looks completely. It looks similar, yes, I see. But the eyes, look at her eyes. Jessica yeah, Jones see, got I, more. She got more under eye, you know, like like she got bags, okay. and the other woman don't. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. I don't natural. think I see what y'all are seeing. I, I, right yeah, now, I think yeah. I'm seeing like I'm, I think I'm seeing 1998 Michael Jackson and 2000 Michael Jackson. That's what I'm seeing. <laughs> in this. I, maybe I maybe I'm looking at the different picture. I don't know. I'm trying to find out what's going on my computer here. Yeah, still, yep, still Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, all right. So, just just for the record, I did look it up. Um, Kristen Ritter is the young lady on the uh, depending oh, on, uh, on the right with the, the dark right. black hair who played Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. And the other young lady's name is Laura Donnelly. Uh, Laura Donnelly uh, uh, is the one on the left who is also in the show like- The Nevers. 
Um, <laughs> jazz is so sad. So, uh, I just just real quick, I'm gonna say that I'm not mad at the show, but I think that the show uh has to show me a little more before I'm like really Agreed. really in love with it. Um, it's Agreed. it's it has low key corniness um a little bit and it's giving me grown-up version of wizards and waverly place oh my god sabrina teen witch um (laughs) i i I, i'm i'm not um uh, that was a good name you give us your give us your thought about it what what you know i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this when you're when you're doing an all british film um like the acting usually has to be superb and like, you know, and, and, and it has to kind of be one of those things that's consistent throughout. Otherwise you kind of get bored with it at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when I watched the nevers, I saw flashes of, of good stuff. And then I, and then there was like those, those real cringy moments Yeah, where I was like that whole, that whole theater scene, yeah, that was kind of cringy. I was like that. The you know the the long drawn out conversation with the two brothers was kind of cringy. Like yeah. so, you know, like one one thing about it is, it, some British accents or English accents, uh, you know they they're they they're like really strong, and so like you have to listen really closely to understand what they're saying, and that's yeah. like. That's where it starts to get a little bit, you know, aggravating. And you're like, okay, can we get to like the powers? And, well, did you feel like that in Game of Thrones? Like the Game of Thrones yeah. had a lot of like really, uh, really, really deep accents. Like I yeah, couldn't. Yeah, even- but did, did, uh, you you heard the the first part that I said, right? I said when you're watching uh, uh, English, they, it has to usually have really good acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Game of Thrones had really good acting. Yeah, yeah. You know, like so, uh, yeah. Um, for a first for a season premiere, I'm with you. Uh, I'm I, I I was I was like it's not bad, right, right, right. Not great either, and I'm hoping like, but because there's powers involved that we see more than what we saw in this episode. Just put it like yeah, that. yes. Right. What are your thoughts? Um, I I I felt like kind of had some uh, Sherlock Holmes vibes to it a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, I give it that. I was, yeah, yeah, I was very like. I don't know that that part really intrigued me. I really liked that part about it. Um, and I, I definitely liked that it was like a woman spinoff instead of you know like the typical you know Watson and Holmes. You know, it was it was two women instead, and I, right. I really liked that. And I liked the fact that um that they they uh they were like superhuman kind of a little bit. And I liked I liked that they had like this giant ass little girl. That was kind of cool. You know, what I'm like, there was there were certain things about it that I was like, you know, like I no lie, I was like, I was getting kind of bored with it at first. You know, in like the first fifteen minutes, I'm not gonna lie, I was like playing in my phone, like yeah. looking up, playing in my phone, looking up, and then I saw that big bitch, and I was like, oh, let me put my phone down. This is- <laughs> <laughs> I got a big. She's a big little woman. What? I was like, oh, I'm intrigued. Like, I was like, oh shit, what's gonna happen with her? Can she like do some crazy shit? So uh, no lie, uh, certain things um, did intrigue me. I did think you know some of the acting was a little a little cheesy. I did like how like you know the doctor was um, was you know African American. I thought that was really cool that they made him black. Jamaican. A lot of people don't know that like there there were black um, 
British people before they came to America. So, I mean, that's like, if you, if you look up history, you know what I'm saying? Like they, England and like, they migrated over there before, like we, we found it more acceptable here in America. So I thought that was kind of cool that they kind of gave us a little insight. Did to you that. say they migrated? <laughs> you know what I meant, bro. They were, they, you know what I meant. Okay. I, I, I didn't want to go into, I, you know what I meant. Okay. Okay. I'm watching the comments yeah, from TJ. I, I'm going to see, I mean, I'm watching for TJ to pop they up in the comments. Right. I know, I know. Oh, over anyway, the, the I'm I'm trying to be okay, we've been kind of we've been kind of harsh through this whole. Well, thing, you know, Ty, Ty, you know, it's hey, Gregory just said the Gregory just said the first black British dude was Lennox Lewis. Everyone <laughs> 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 uh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to win the championship. I'm going to beat my Tyson. Oh, sorry, that was so um, great. I couldn't. I yes. couldn't let that one go. Oh no, but no, I really, I really love. I like certain things about the show and certain things. I'm with you on that, Vince. I know. I know. TJ, I was. I was doing that, trying to be a little kosher, but I guess not. I should just went raw with it. You know how nah, James was like, Yaz is a savage. We gotta fuck with you, Yaz. It was on this very broadcast that I learned that black people have been struggling in America for 5,000 years. The first yep. black man came to Louisiana via pterodactyl sometime in 3000 BC. Uh, and then left from here and migrated over to London. Uh, Listen, I'm on, like, I'm on like six hours of sleep. Leave me alone. We're about to see that. We're about to see the Chancleta leave Mati's screen and enter Yaz's screen. And just get her like Baron Zemo. Fuck all that. the one part of that shit. Mafia, the one out there, like, you know, uh, black people for 5,000 years, uh, you know, been here. And so we need to just respect each other and lose this color. It was 500, not 5,000. My bad. I'm just like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with TJ. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. The first black people were uh in London via Airbnb. Uh so let's go ahead and yes. make that up. But no, nah, yeah. man, I, I definitely agree with you on the Sherlock Holmes vibes. Like you definitely got this this Middle Eastern, I mean Middle Eastern, but this mid uh uh century type of vibe where you're like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I I it, it, you know, it is uh um um pre-current day, you know, uh celebrate celebratory type of uh, uh setting. And you get some actors in here that that I like. Like you just got a glimpse of uh, uh the dude uh who plays her star in this show. I love the preacher. Uh, uh, I don't know if y'all watch Preacher or not, but this oh, dude, yes, so good. Yes, and, uh, so yeah, yeah. And then we also have uh my man. Oh fuck, from man. Enter the Badlands. Yes, from the Badlands. Um, oh, I'm supposed to be better at this, man. Ty, we we, we said we was gonna be better. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Be uh, names. Uh, uh, you know, you know who it is, man. Oh boy, from uh, you know, Nick, Nick, uh, Nick, uh, Nick Frost, Nick Frost, yes, Nick yeah. Frost. Uh, also from Shaun of the Dead and a lot of movies with Simon Pegg and this this old show hot called Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Yes, Hot Fuzz. Great. How do you forget Hot Fuzz? Bro? Hot Fuzz was Fucking awesome. Classic hot Fuzz British movies. Definitely classic. Um, there's this old show called Spaced Out. I think it's called with uh Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. It's like a six episode series. I definitely, if you're a Star Wars or a geek fan, it's like a sitcom based on two dudes that just, it's, it's like Friday for British people that are nerds. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's, 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 it's really funny. Um, but in this series, I am seeing potential. I'm not going to lie. I am seeing potential. One of the things that I think is the dopest, frankly, is the concept. Because at first, me and Ty was, uh, me and Bad Ty 
we were like, well, it looked like it might be magic based. And, you know, I mean, I'm a little, you know, if you watch, there's a show out called, I think, The Magicians that I tried to watch and I watched for like half a season. And I was like, all right, you know, I'm kind of getting up because magic has no explanation really at the end of the day. It's just like, oh, magic, you know, blah, blah, Dr. Strange, blah, blah. But this is based on a phenomenon of people that are referred to as the touched, right? Yep. And the touched, we come to find out, spoiler alert, by the uh, towards the middle or end of the episode, that the touched isn't referred to, uh, it isn't just what they call uh, people's trapped in R. Kelly's closet. <laughs> it actually is referred to, uh, for people, there is some major monumental incident that takes place of which we still don't have like a really good explanation of. Um, some big horse or some big thing comes into the sky. I don't know exactly what it is, Tyrone. I'm sure you probably have more info on it. But while it's flying through the sky, it's got all of these like little lightning bug, little little sparkle thingies that are like just just kind of just just floating on the air, falling down like pixie dust. And those who are touched by it eventually one day wake up with powers, and those that are not do not have powers. So in an X-Men type of fashion, these folks would basically be like the mutant gene yep. that are that that is that is being uh you know injected into these folks by way of touch. Right. So their powers aren't all that aren't all you know necessarily you know easy to depict. Like for the young lady who's the star of the show, uh Laura Donnelly or whatever. She is what some would call a clairvoyant type. Mm -hmm. Like she gets glimpses of the future. The lady in the pic uh, that's next to her, but she can see electricity. You know, Fair kind much. of. Uh, you know, uh, uh, which yeah, which allows her to make basically. inventions. Uh, R was dope. Yeah, so she made like the, the, the one of the opening scenes. We get to see them like you know frolicking through uh, in a in a in a in what looks like a horse and carriage which ultimately uh, ends up breaking into what looks like one of the first uh, uh, electric uh, Tesla vehicles because it's tiny. <laughs> yeah, basically, you know what I'm saying? Like a motorized carriage, as they call it. Um, some people have powers like that that are, that are easily maintainable. Some of them have more ferocious powers, like the young lady right here who basically looked like she could light up. She, she has um, firestorm-type powers, mm -hmm. right? She's, she's more of a traditional... X Men esque type of power wielder, pyro. the other, yeah, pyro, like pyro, yeah, uh, as opposed to the others that tend to have what look like mental uh, issues. There's even a girl who, um, for whatever reason, can't get language straight after she was touched. So there's potential in this show, Mati, but I don't know if it's, I mean, it, it, the one thing it didn't have is like character arcs. I, I kind of like the villain a little bit. Ty was like, oh, that, that scene, that scene in the, in the, um, in the theater was cringeworthy. I kind of thought that scene was 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 one of the better <laughs> parts of the show, frankly, because it was finally dark. Like I was like, "This is real popcorn." I was talking to yes, I was like, "Yo, this show is like real popcorn." Yeah. You know, it's like very Disney, like Saturday morning esque. Yeah. Until the young lady showed up at the theater and and did what she did. So, Mati, I'm curious as to your your take on it. Um, it's funny that my daughter and I are so in sync. <laughs> Because when I started watching it, it was like, okay, I have to adjust myself to uh, listening in on their, their accent because it was like super strong. It's like listening from somebody from Boston compared to somebody from the Bronx. Right, so, right. Um, 
so that already told you the setting of the area, the, the geographical setting for it. But then it just, it went slow a little too, it went slow fast. And it wasn't until that little girl, because at first when they showed the little girl, I was like, okay, so the little girl's upset because she's not getting her way, blah, blah, blah. But when they showed her again after they brought the linguist and that little girl stood up, I was like, oh, damn, hold up. What the hell? I was like, oh, snap. And it caught my interest. And then I started focusing more of it. I saw it played out all the way. And then I went back to watch again just to see, because in the beginning of the show, it's showing you um the engineer the girl that sees a lightning she yeah. was trying to pump the water out of the pump i totally missed that whole thing with the clothespin and i was like wow she did uh if you watch lemony snicket's uh unfortunate uh, series of adventures yeah yeah it's like she took a you know the, the ribbon in the hair and she thought real quick yeah. and she oh, snap. and yeah. hooked it up yep so i was like okay i see that um it's new I liked what I saw. It did get dark quick. The guy who played the Playboy um, with his little yeah, orgy yeah, yeah. going mm-hmm. and those those ivory chips, the club. Obviously, he's the villain because they're coming. He from the, what I got off, uh, what I saw at the end. He's the guy that is procuring these girls at whatever means necessary for whatever um, endeavors that they're doing. And actually, in that time frame, and I forget what show it was I watched, um, that happened. People of nobility, they had their little dark side. They had the little secrets men's society or whatever. And they yeah. would kidnap girls off the streets to have these type of parties for the guys. It's like an Epstein thing, but over in Europe. So <laughs> oh, like I see it because that's what it was. And, um, <laughs> Epstein thing. Damn, name dropper. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but Yo. it's just the show itself it's got a lot of potential it's got the the sherlock holmes and Iona holmes um feel to it yeah um i want to see what the next episode is going to show and where it's going to go i'm still mm-hmm. kind of on the fence i love jen so the that actress right there on the screen she plays jenny in my um outlandish series that i religiously have been watching for six years um and she plays a great character. So seeing her, it took me a minute to, cause I did get her confused at first, at the very first with the chick from um, Jessica Jones. And I was like, wait a minute, no, she's not that person. I was like, oh my God, that's Jenny. So now I, I have to watch just out of loyalty because of her acting abilities on my show. So it, it's gonna take a minute, that whole flickering of the finger. That's what I kept watching for. Cause I was like, oh, she's flickering. She's gonna see something. So as soon as she starts twitching, I know something's gonna come up. And trying to understand why, like she said, I don't know why we got to go to the opera or something, but we'll find out when we get there. So it's yeah. um, it's an interesting show. It, it's got potential. It's still very new. There's a lot of characters that they need to now give us a storyline on to right. see where it's going. So I like the way they just left it that far open, that vagueness that makes you say, now I got to come back because I want to find out if they're going to go into a little bit more detail into this person or that person or so. Right. Well, I, I I liked it. But yeah, like yeah, I said, in the beginning, I was like, uh, and then that little girl stood up and I was like, oh, hold up. Okay, we got some. So then I, I let it play through and then I went back to watch and I was like, oh, I don't see. And I couldn't believe I missed that first few minutes. But again, because of the slow start to it, so. What's up, Ty? Um, 
like there was some really good nuggets uh in the in in the show that like I you know uh want people to be aware of the conversation at that round table because this one of the things one of the things about um this show that I, I saw is it really it really kind of um uh what is the word um it show it, it really shows the patriarchy of like yeah. of, of like society then yeah the because the, uh what's his name pit torrens uh the guy from preacher he yeah. made comments like you know uh uh, he he referenced uh you know the way that that he that he looked at society and as as a knife and sticking it halfway like showing them you know what you want them to see you know and everything like that and he he made a he made a reference to the people that were touched he said women yeah he said, he said mom uh like i think he called them deviants the uh which and immigrants so so like at that point he was saying that none of the higher you know uh monarchy or patriarchy have gotten it but the but the but for some reason the the people who we deem less than uh were somehow able to get this so this right. is an advantage wow. and this is a war he was he was speaking he said this is a war on our power structure and how we have things, you know, like how we got things set up. If these what deviants <laughs> and immigrants and women are somehow empowered in a way where they can start questioning our authority, then we have a problem, gentlemen. And that's right. what he was saying. Like at the like when they was laughing, like, oh, it's women and it's deviants, which which uh, you know we can almost uh, uh, determine who the he's speaking about with that, but. Yeah. Um, but like the fact that he mentioned that and the fact that everybody at the table kind of at that point tuned in and was yeah. like, oh, yeah, OK, yeah, we got it. We got it. I, I felt like he he gave me vibes like, um, oh, boy, in uh, in in uh, that movie with uh, Method Man where he was like, yo, we got to drop a dime on them niggas. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> belly? Drop I'm dropping a dime on them. I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. We going to drop a dime on them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got to drop a dime. So that that's kind of what i what i noticed that like and he was like he's like that all throughout like he's like he 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 was talking about the employees and the employed the the employed you know he was making right, comments right. like that like yo know, like just talking about um the conversation he was like yeah you always went uh in in unison with singing he was like yeah you always hear one voice louder than the others like you know what i'm saying like harmony yeah har what the harmony but he was like yeah but you know, there's always one voice that's you know higher than yeah, right, higher than the other, higher and a lower. And he's yeah, like, so he all the, all throughout it, they're referencing these class systems, you know, and how people are are I like you you know you have your women, which they're they're held low in regard. Then you have your immigrants, which you hold them in less regard, and then right. you have your quote unquote deviants. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, so. I'm just saying, man, there's a lot to unpack with this Josh Whedon cut. Yo, you, you, go ahead, Tyrone. Oh, no, I was just going to say uh, uh, to add to that, because um, that's the strength of the show is the is the whole like class warfare thing. Yeah. And uh, that that scene at the end where, you know, kind of everybody is, is witness to this phenomenon, uh, but only the touched kind of remember it and stuff or uh, or, you know, 
have they get the benefit of it uh that was pretty much a direct uh, metaphor for class consciousness we you know once we're all awoken to the idea that even though we don't hold the power you know as people once we all are are once we're all made to realize our power and once we all can unify under that power that's what scares the Dang people it. who hold it and Woo. uh and that's uh that's the strength of the show. And if they really explore that, they can, they can really do a lot with this show. Uh, you know, it's, it's right now I'm on the fence as to whether I think it's going to be able to do it at a, uh, you know, at a level that like Falcon and winter soldier is with, uh, with the race issue. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That that was all I had. I just want to add that in there. Well, I mean, you, you both have, have kind of awoken me to the undertone of the show that I wasn't at first. I was like, okay, a bunch of girls get powers. Now I'm looking at it and I'm like, wait a minute. Everybody but white men get powers. <laughs> yeah. Except one. Except one. Who was the one? Who the one? The the uh the son of the lady who runs the um the orphanage. She's a she's a, the lady who Didn't was sitting in the chair with the green a hand? Lady like a something. barrel fucking hand. Didn't we see a white dude with a barrel hand like shooting people mm-hmm. and she and she done rip that shit off of him and like fucked him up? Mm-hmm. That's well, another white dude that was was. I mean, I'm just saying, like, wasn't isn't he like part of? Well, the his was. I, I don't know. No, I don't that's know. a machine made product. Yeah, I don't know if that's a power. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's yeah, not but, like- but, but with that being said, remember the people that got touched that have powers because it because because remember the doctor has powers too. Right. 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 Yeah. So, yeah. so what they referenced in that in that whole roundtable meeting was that the people that have powers were women. Immigrants and deviants, deviants. right? So right, right. why is it that the uh, us us as the higher class we don't have it, but there's one individual of the higher class that does have it, which is the son of the 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 lady that the two women work for, which is the the, oh, the goofy the one, owns the orphanage, which her mm-hmm. son is the same guy that had the conversation with 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 I think is his friend. Uh, or whatever to to invite him to the uh, the um, uh, theater for the show. So, mm-hmm. but when when they when they when when that girl started singing and the and the lights started going all throughout the uh, the theater, it went to him. And it mm-hmm. basically that power that power that she has basically lets you know who the touched are, who's touched. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. that is. That's what that was. I thought it was like a calming effect. I thought that it was meant to like make people calm down, or or like I didn't understand exactly what was it, going. It was. On. It was. It was that as well. But what it does, what it also did, was it illuminated all of the people oh. that were touched because it was at it, you did see it making her calm down at at one point, and then she had to close her mouth. She put her hands over her mouth, like, like, shut up, you know, mm-hmm. like, stop singing, you know what I mean? So it was having some effect, but we found out later that the the girl that 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 was doing the killing, she's something else. She's not just a regular woman that just kills; like, she has something in her. There was some type of like fire in her eyes, and yeah, thing, you know, she's she, connected to the main star. Um, and that's what they were trying to say. It was like the the pro and con, the yin and the yang. It's like yeah. it's her, but in the opposite uh, direction of doing right and wrong. Oh wow! That's how yeah, I they could be it. sisters. We could find out later they're sisters. Yeah. So so we think that the 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 uh, the touched 
the people that get the powers, the ones that actually are touched by the matter that came down from that entity that bust through the clouds. We think that they're not just given these these gifts, but they're also given a like a, a, a place to reside in these gifts. Like there's a good and there's literally a good and evil type of uh, of of scenario going on here. Is that what you say, Mati? Yeah, it's like the serum, good or bad. It's whatever you're in. It's going to enhance what you are or what Ooh. you what's within you. So if you've got more good, you know, like you said, you can't tell by looking some at someone if they have good intentions or bad. It's until they act upon whatever they're doing that you find out which side of the fence they're sitting on. I kind of disagree with that. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that whatever that was that dropped is alien. It's some type of alien DNA or something like that. And almost like venom. You know what I'm saying? Like like it in, it inhabits it, it inhabits its its uh uh, a symbiose, a symbiote. So, 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 and the reason I, the re the reason I think it is that is because remember when she was in the uh, carriage and he put the knife to her face. Oh yeah, her yeah. face, and she said, "This isn't my face." face. <laughs> that was creepy. You know, that, that right creepy. there to me makes me believe that whatever was in that ship could have been like aliens, and when they touched you. They then inhabited your body, and, and they, they're the ones that actually have the power. I think we're gonna find that out later on. But time, okay, time. I got something on that one. So when she said those words to him, and he, you know, you look at her. She's petite. She's white. She's a woman. This is not my face. That's basically what most women are saying to everybody. Don't just assume that because I'm the fairer sex that I am weaker than you. Right. My mind can be a whole lot stronger than yours and it'll jack you up from the inside out. Or I can have physical strength that you may not recognize and I can still jack you up. So to the level of when am I gonna snap? Because they do have a show on that. That will change the matrix of a woman. She can go from being mild manner, oh my God, Lois Lane, you know, don't know, to She-Hulk. It's all a matter of how you are looking or how you think of a woman's, you know, how they should be and what a woman inside feels. She can show you that whole, yes, darling. And then what the hell are you talking about? You know, so you just never know. Circumstances will change everything. A woman, you don't um, really think about it. She does what she has to do to survive because she takes more of an abuse than the male. You see a big guy, you're going to be like, yeah, I think I'm just going to go that way. Why bother? You see a chick, you're going to be thinking, oh, I could take her until your ass is on the floor because she wiped your ass with the floor, you know, and then you're thinking, damn, I should have took the other route too. So when she said those words, yes, I got a chill. And I was like, that's deep because it's true. This is not my face. A For years, since the beginning of time, a woman always wore a mask. You don't know her face until you've gone through what she's got. Yeah, but she's shielding it. You gotta hide it from the kids because you never want your kids to know if you're going through difficulties. Wow. Like my son told me one time, my mom is superwoman. She is always gonna be super that you don't see the cape, it's there because that's what I had to do for my kids. Word. I had to show them, yeah, shit doesn't look cool, but 
we're going to get past this. Don't worry about it. I got you. That's the role of a woman. You're with your spouse, male or female. They're counting on you. You've got to endure so many things. And you, for most part, take all the blunt and, you know, of the, the whatever's going on. And you don't want to extend it to them. So you put another face on. They call right. it hats, they call it faces. That's why she said, don't think this is my face. Mm -hmm. You don't know what's behind her. You don't know what she's thinking or going through. Body, I get that concept, but this this lady from the from the start of the of the show to that even to that point has this level of her demeanor doesn't show that at all. That's from what I've seen. Not only did when the when the when the doctor told her you don't you don't request or she said you don't he, he was like you don't ask uh the 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 Fisher King or whatever his name is the whatever the king they call him the, the beggar, beggar king, king. Beggar beggar king. king. he was like you don't ask the the beggar king for an audience and she was like I'm not asking so yeah. like her her whole thing is and even her confidence when she stepped into the room and answered the question that the young man couldn't answer like I've been peeping this lady's whole uh, demeanor throughout the show and not once have I ever seen anything that she's shown as, as far as weakness so I, like I, I get what you're saying as far as conceptually it makes sense uh, but when in that very moment I don't think she's like at all saying anything about like yo this is just one of my faces I think there's going to be at some point uh, we're going to realize that that uh, thing that was flying in the sky was a spaceship and the inhabitants of the spaceship, you know, were dispersing for whatever reason. Somebody, maybe somebody was chasing them or whatever the case may be. I don't know that part. But when those people are touched and the fact that it only went into certain people, uh, you know, like the host had to be agreeable. And for some reason, uh, in this time, you know, the rich, older white men just don't seem like suitable hosts for whatever reason. Oh, wow. So you think that that there's a possibility that the touched aren't just people who are have powers, but that 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 those particles may have touched more than just these folks, and the only ones that are manifesting powers are the ones that they're considering the quote unquote downtrodden or the the you know the the lesser of 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 the class system. So they have something inside of them that allows them to to be more suitable as a host to the symbiotes. Yeah, yeah, and even and even to take it a step further from a religious standpoint. Uh, you know, it it almost goes back to like you know the conception, like the, the the whole the whole thing about God and His return, and in His return, you know, like there'll be uh you know a certain amount of people that are chosen, and and you know that the you know other people who are not chosen will you know have to have to you know wear the mark of the beast and all of that kind of stuff like that, and and in this you see the difference being like that the the humble which you would consider the humble of the earth at that point, which would have been women, which would have been the immigrants, which would have been, you know, the, you know, so, so-called, uh, 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 what was the deviants? Deviants. So that it, it, it like, it plays to a, a whole bigger picture when you look at the whole thing, uh, uh, for what it is. And the fact that, that they are, uh, threatened, uh, and, and feel like it's war. Like there hasn't been one move in the direction of violence, but somehow the, their their whole existence threatens everything that you've built up. And that's kind of what that whole discussion at that table was about. 
is we got to do something about them. We got to, we got to, what are we going to do about this? Because this can't, this cannot stand. We need to get them. We need to find out where they get their power. We need to take it and we need to give it to us because we're the ones that deserve it, not them. And that, that's what I, that's what I heard at that table. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm getting the low key, um, uh, 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 school of uh, a professor X school for the gifted uh, yeah. vibes um, with with the basis of the show and and I'm here for it. I mean it, it uh, frankly with uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right? duality. That's a duality right there. I know, right? That's, that's, that's... <laughs> You're not gonna get that everywhere. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you, Lisa, for oh. showing how well diverse we are with content. Um, but it's the truth. Uh, I I think that this show has the potential, uh, as they expound on the villains and 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 those folks, I think it'll be a little better because I I did like the the villains scene. I I thought that she was devious enough, she freaked me out. She the psychotic nature of her was like it authentically fucked me up. Like, I was like, oh shit, like yo, this chick ain't playing. Like, the dudes, you know, whoa, it, it was it was pretty sick. So, uh, we will watch. The with cast is great legit. interest. The uh, cast is legit. I think if, if anything else, just looking at the cast, I mean, they got Dennis O'Hare, which which you know who Dennis O'Hare is because you watch um American Gods, uh, and he was the Dennis uh on American Gods. Uh uh, if you remember, if you remember who that is, and that show, got, that, that's another show we we can unpack. Yeah, man, we need to. We've been we've really been sleep as let letting letting that one sleep for a, a long time. <laughs> and you got Pip Torrens, you got Nick Frost, you got Ben uh Chaplin, who's the detective, who's actually you know a, a yeah, 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 yeah. Of, of his role. Uh so J- Olivia Williams, you you got a you you got a really good cast. So I think this is the cast alone, you know, like I, I, it has I, like the vibe of the uh, Sherlock Holmes and Sweeney Todd mix. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With a with a little bit Without of a, singing. I, like like I said, to quote to quote uh, um, General uh, uh, at the time Senator Palpatine, I will watch <laughs> this show with development with great interest uh, and hope that it that it does get better. Uh, not the worst debut. All right, wasn't bad. Wasn't great. But wasn't bad, but it definitely is worth following. So we'll 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 see what happens here. Uh, we're 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 officially about to approach a three hour mark, which is even for us a little bit long. Yeah, man. Uh, so before we start to get up out of here, I just wanted to make sure everybody is aware. Quick, quick, quick announcement. Uh, we do have a little bit of breaking news here. A little bit of breaking news, if I may. Uh, as you all know, we are expected to be live at the geek easy in winter park in about three weeks all right we only have 20 seats available all right only 20 seats available we are social distance and we want to make sure people are wearing masks we will also have masks at the door provided by one yes who is our official seamstress embroiderer uh <laughs> uh, uh uh sweatshop worker whatever you want to call it <laughs> i don't know but uh but breaking news y'all i know it may not indicated by the flyer but one tyrone thornhill will also be in attendance hallelujah thank you very much for deciding to come through ty i guess that vaccine finally has settled in and has affected Mm -hmm. your brain yeah it got me feeling all kinds of you know ready and invincible i'm just gonna go i'm kissing everybody you guys better watch out oh yo how'd you kids no, no, I'm re- I'm excited. I'm excited to be like hanging out with y'all. It's 
it was a uh, it was a tough decision. But yeah, you know, getting vaccinated uh, helped me reach that decision. And I'm looking forward to just being in the same spot with y'all having a drink. TJ, I, hope, I know TJ is going to be there. You know, we're going to yes. we'll make this a good show. I'm excited. Yeah, TJ, stop through, TJ. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, Lisa, I'm glad yeah, you asked. Um, to get on the list, uh, you got to do what you just did, which is to inform me. <laughs> <laughs> we will we will put you on the list. Um, other than that, there will be uh, in this upcoming few days, starting next week, there will be an event right in which you can simply go there to get the tickets. But for right now, everybody in before eight o'clock is free anyway. So you want to solidify your seat? Just get there now. Unfortunately, like I said, since it's 20 people, then it's first come, first serve. But if you have RSDP, Lisa, especially for Lisa, who is an avid supporter of all yes. things. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, all things, That's Lisa. Absolutely. You know you are on the Thank guest you, Lisa. list. Always. Feel free to bring whoever you want. Uh, the, the entry is free. The COVID is free. The drinks are 80 bucks. Uh, <laughs> we got to make our money somehow. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, man. So And TJ says he may even swing through, man. So we'll go ahead and we'll we'll keep the show live until you get there, TJ. Right. Uh, definitely dope. By the way, uh, TJ will be our special guest next week to discuss Mortal Kombat, which will be airing right. next Friday. So be sure y'all tune that is tune into that as well. We're gonna go ahead and get up out of here real quick. Make sure you all tune in to the multiverse show on the new blurred order page, as well as Tyrone and Tyleen, where they discuss all things light skin. Um <laughs> uh so make sure you <laughs> don't forget about yeah. that. Uh any announcements, guys, on the way out, man? Anything else that we should know? Yes, I, I have a shout out. <clears throat> What's up? What's I, up, Yazzie? I want to shout out to my cousin Michelle. Today is her birthday. Happy birthday, Michelle. Hey, hey. Come on the Brr, brr, brr. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Hey, congratulations on another That's birthday. That's my starter niece she's talking about. That's your what? My starter niece. Your starter. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. First, first edition starter niece. Uh, yep. for, she for broke Michelle. the mood. That's what it is. Tyrone, you going to be anywhere? Uh, any 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 Zoom shows? Anything we can catch you on, homeboy? Uh, I do have Zilla Vision coming up on the 27th. That's going to be a, a, an online show. Uh, it'll be on Twitch. Um, so I'll get the, all that information and, and put on a new blurred order page and stuff. But I'll just take the rest of this little time here to just say uh, the comment section has been getting better and better and better right, every week. On the show. And that is, uh, it's so cool that y'all keep showing up and, and engaging and interacting. And, and I'm right. loving seeing everybody's comments and stuff. It's it's real cool. So thank y'all for being here and, and for you know just watching and sticking through. That's that's cool. Funny how she he says that now that they big enough the multiverse. He ain't say that right. uh nothing else, but since they big enough your little show. <laughs> now nah, I'm just kidding, of course. Yeah, big up, big up to everybody in the comments. Jesse, Lisa, Tyrone, Ty, I mean uh Ty uh TJ. I want to call up Ty. Um and, and everybody, uh uh even even many that was on the show a couple weeks ago, and we're looking forward to having uh tj back next week mm -hmm. mati any legos any in anything coming up anytime soon what's going on uh yeah they came out with so many sets right now and it's all on double points for those people who have like vip so i'm kind of like you gotta crimp and crunch your numbers to make sure that you're not breaking your bank um i'm working on a project right now but sesame street on the 26th of april will hit their 50th anniversary to me, that means a lot. It's um, very uh, close to the heart for me because of them, I learned to speak English the way what? I do. Yeah. So my that's first awesome. language was Spanish. And that's what the only thing my parents taught me to speak. I understood English. I just didn't want to speak it. 
but Sesame Street, Electric Company, all of those broad oh. public broadcasting um, shows was how I learned my math, my phonics, my English, a lot of things behind the scenes. And my brother, who supports my Lego passion, has uh, gifted me this year my set. And I asked him for the 123 Sesame Street um, set. So I'm going to have to hurry up and get it built so that I can start taking some pictures in homage of the anniversary, the 50th anniversary, which that surprised me because I'm like, oh my God. So we were like in the same area for uh, growing up. So I was growing up with Sesame Street, literally. I passed it down to my kids, to my grandchildren, my godsons. So anytime I have kids around, I'll plug Elmo on that TV so quick. Cause you <laughs> Well, Monty, FYI, HBO Max has the entire seasons from one all the way to the end of Sesame Street streaming on HBO Max. Yes, nice. HBO Max, Vince's uh, most hated Type it up uh, again, Vince, you hear him? <laughs> I don't you hate it. Who, yeah. Who's going to so. go back and binge watch Sesame Street? Actually, though, like, you want to know what, you want to know something that she just said? I will I let my kids watch Sesame Street and damn if she's not lying. They pick up on that shit like that, yeah. like just like I'm talking about, like that. Uh, to watch it now, it was so detailed and so just easy for for kids to just digest. Oh man, like out of all of the shit that comes on right now, yeah. put on some old Sesame Street. I guarantee you, it'll teach you. Yeah, the older one did. right now. Yeah. They, you know, Cookie Monster being a veggie monster. I'm like, come on, guys, don't. If it wasn't broken. Don't try to fix it. Bert and Ernie, they're two homies. That's it all was. it is. Don't try to give labels to stuff. It was That's broken. That's why I got a little upset. Huh? Yeah, Monty, you know how many cavities resulted as a result of that? <laughs> you know what? Cookie okay, monster. with cavities, but did you see obesity? No. Yes. 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 Hold on. You know, have you looked at America? Hold on. Hold on. No, no, I'm talking about when I was growing up, when Sesame Street started, that all started coming in later. Mom, Back if then? I don't, if I do recall, hold on, hold on, I got one for y'all. If I do recall, the chunkiest kid out of all of the kids in our family had a, a fucking official Cookie Monster outfit that he wore all the time. Damn. That's my idol. He had no ankles. He had no wrists. He had three chins. He was the that was your defense of star witness, and they just blew your case out of it. Oh, man. Cookie oh, Monster man. outfit. So wait a minute. You weren't promoting obesity at that point. Oh, okay, wow. I'm sorry, Jonathan, if you're watching this. I just called Jazz out on the dating photos. Sunday dinner is going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but listen to yeah, what I said. I said back when I was growing up, we didn't do that because Sesame Street promoted for you to go out into your neighborhood right. and do stuff oh, okay. to okay. get to those stuff with your kids your bicycle was your limousine i'm just yeah. saying and, that's, yeah. and, look, and, and, and let's be clear that's 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 the parenting like man like if you sit there and let your kid eat the whole fucking jar of cookies <laughs> then god damn it 
Like, come on, because that's what Cookie Monster's doing. He's eating all the cookies till they're gone. So if you sit there and let that kid do that, that ain't have shit to do with, with Cookie Monster. That got no shit. Lie. To do when he's when he's done and he licks his fingers, I always like thought he was gonna bite one of them motherfuckers off. When he's like licking his fingers, you know, from the cookies, that shit used to creep me out. I'm like, he's gonna bite one of them. He'd be like, I'm, 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 I'm like, his fingers literally like were in his mouth and he's chewing. <laughs> we are, we are about to be an hour on I'm, 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 Like he was serious about that shit, bro. Like, like hardcore. <laughs> Uh, if I if I didn't know any better, I would think that Cookie Monster behind the scenes uh chops up the cookies and sniffs them uh, uh lines <laughs> of them as fiendish as he comes across. And I'm still trying to figure out how Mati learned English. It, I mean, because the show was in English, so it's not like Cookie Monster. Hey, yo tengo hambre. Donde están mis cookies? How Antonio Banderas picked up Arabic from the people who kept them. Um, as a prisoner, um, you listen and you pick oh, up. I have him in Lego now. We contact the real Vince Taylor at I am Elmo for real. Hashtag Sesame Street rules. Uh, but not nah, not nah, real talk though. Um, that that like I just put it on for my kids the other day. I saw it, I saw it with my own eyes. What she's saying is the truth because my daughter was in here like watching it and counting. And, and let's be clear also, Cookie Monster hates cookies, he hates them. That motherfucker's never swallowed one fucking cookie. <laughs> on that motherfucker, all he does is make a fucking mess. He'd be like, oh, no, no, no. that shit never makes it in his mouth. That shit oh, always, like, I, I know, I know when some shit tastes nasty, that's what I do too. I'll be like, oh, no, no, no. Throw that shit on from the side. Cookie Monster hates cookies. He, he uh, this misconception that he loves cookies. Really, he's really, to be honest, Cookie Monster is just a best guy. He's like he's like Tyrone. He's like Tyrone. If you offer it to him, he's not gonna say no because it, it goes against his his niceness. You know, you know, complex. So Cookie Monster just always accepts this shit and just be like and just throws your shit on the floor. So <laughs> just be clear. Word. Thank you for that. Thank you for that clarification, Ty. Yeah, man. I wonder. You know. Yeah, I'm trying to represent people who don't represent themselves. I, I, I feel like Cookie Monster is a prime example of like what happens when you become an addict. They say sugar is the worst drug. Uh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Look at him with his Snickers. I don't see nothing wrong with a little diabetes. Yeah. All right, look, man, we got to go. We going on three hours. We never witnessed this on before. And I blame Cookie Monster. Uh, one time, oh, oh, Tyrone, oh, and by the yeah, way, I will have, have you know that yeah. half of Tyrone is white, okay? <laughs> and not only white, but British white. Yeah. You know what and, not, and, like, and Daniel Biddle was on here. But also, the, that racial shit cuts both ways. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it absolutely does not. <laughs> so let's, we'll go ahead and just cut that off right at the yeah. We go ahead and just that's a whole other yeah. hour right there. And Russo right. was on here too, and Russo identifies <laughs> yep. as black, even though he's and, not. But and, you know, and, 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 and um, uh, the actor, 
the actor that was on uh oh, uh, Adam, Adam, Adam Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe you can tune in like, What's up? Hey, yo, I feel like, like I feel like we have to we have to like defend our like we like I have white friends. You know, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm in. I'm in. Wait a minute, wait a minute. If we're if we're classifying anywhere. I'm marrying a white man, so let's get that straight. Yeah, yeah. I'm marrying a white man. Yeah, yeah. I'm the darkest one here, and what does that say? You know what I'm saying? Let's get this real. But anyway, uh, but thank you for watching anyway. I suggest you watch some of the prior shows since you asked. They are available on YouTube, so check those out. But I'll go ahead and let us go for this week if we don't mind because this shit's starting to feel like a slumber party i ain't gonna lie <laughs> i got i got on that, note, on that note vince we are on guys you can watch us on youtube we're also on instagram we are also on facebook we'll be on spotify soon and actually we are starting our own patreon hey uh, and very soon we're gonna have official new blurred order merchandise uh, so, yes oh i got mine I didn't wear it. Why aren't you wearing it? It's okay. I should have, uh, you know what? It's I had, okay. ooh. We're going to let that yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way, the way my wardrobe set up. I, I, done, <laughs> I done went and drove for you. You're right. You're right. You're right. I messed up. I'm at my bed. I'm a cook. I'm a clean. I got you. I'm a cute. <laughs> you held it down. Uh, all right. But yeah, that's Vince. I mean, that's Vince. That's Ty. <laughs> that's Ty. That's Monty. That's the bad Ty. And that is Yaz. And of course, I am the real Vince Taylor. Make sure y'all check us out next week. We will be back discussing all things blurred and blurred related. And keep in keep it locked because we will be doing our Star Wars blurred cast on May the 4th. Where we have a whole array of folks coming to discuss all things Star Wars, but Check that's right multiverse. Multiverse day, six thirty <laughs> on Facebook. We'll be here for it. <laughs> Is that, Is that God? God? <laughs> that was Mephisto talking just now. <laughs> anyway, y'all guys, I appreciate y'all. Make sure as you do everything that you do during the week, you're authentic. You're your authentic self. Don't ever change yourself. You're great who you are. You are enough. If you're not being yourself, you're being fake. And in all things, like we always say, let that geek flag fly. I did it again. Fighter <laughs> 2, I just really hate Dang it for me, Ken and Ra, too I find it hard to be Blank, I keep a wee ninja hanging And now Uncle Rob, I'm hanging If you negative and energy Then stay out the vicinity Oh, yeah, yeah, them niggas over there Yeah, 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 now look at what I'm with